Welcome Addicts to the Every Soon Hilarity that is the Pop Culture Pod, aka the PCP. I'm Carl Rowling, with me as always my partner in crime, Dan Chapman! Hey, Dan's here! And Dan... I'm back, baby! After missing one episode with our guest host Callum, uh, but joining us as another guest this week is, and we love when he comes on the show, Mr. John Byrne! Yay! Yay! John's back! Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, thank you. unfortunately, there has been uh, a couple of celebrity passings since uh, even the last show. We lost uh, Lynn Ween, the co-creator of Swamp Thing and Wolverine, mm. who passed away uh, last week. And uh, just as a few days ago, we lost Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. The the man of many movies, always in side roles, but pivotal roles. Also one of the most interesting men to look at, ever. Because yeah. he's always that guy you go, I don't know who that bloke is. And then you go, he's one of the best character actors. It's like Doug Jones on crack. Well, so like you said, look at him, it's like, lots of people when I found out he died, 91, wasn't it? 91, yeah. 91. A lot of people like, Jesus so Christ. Act, they, they said, acting they up. thought he was older, or he was dead ages ago. In fact, uh, lots of people when he cropped up in Twin Peaks recently, it was like, fucking hell. I thought he was dead. I heard him fancy alive. Yeah, yeah, but he, um, that's what I mean, he was acting up until just last year with, the last thing he did, him him starring was Twin Peaks, but um, as soon as he died and I saw the photo of all the amazing movies he's he's done, the first film that popped into my head was Down Periscope, the really, Kel- the really bad Kelsey Grammer remake. Really, I'm, I'm, really bad. Down Periscope was a brilliant film. <laughs> Except yeah, but compared to the fact he's with... aliens and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different than the good stuff That film was shit when they remade it with Liam Neeson and Rihanna though. Oh no, that's Battleships. <laughs> oh! I, I mean, that's, that's, just... that's not a remake? No, sadly not. I just not. thought that was a really, really long music video for Rihanna. I wondered why she didn't sing in it and she didn't act in it. Well yeah, it certainly wasn't. We already a... know. Well, I didn't wonder why she didn't act in it. But... It wasn't a comedy, we realised this, because Adam Sandler never showed up in it, so... Hey like... guys, they're on the bow. Ha <laughs> ha, something about poop deck. I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> Fire oh. a gun. You've been sitting on that Sandler impression this whole time? Thank you. <laughs> that was Sandler? I thought that was like Pee Wee Herman after inhaling helium. No. I know, my, my joke is that it was bad. Oh. Trailers! Well, I'm glad it was explained. <laughs> Trailers! Trailers! R.I.P. Len Wein and Harry Dean Sandler. You will be missed. Uh, first trailer, let's get the cute, the cutie pixar trailer out of the way. Coco, or the Find Your Voice trailer, which is actually explains what the plot of this movie is, because up until this point, I had no idea. Oh, I, I know, your, your, your description's best for it, Dan. I, you know, a young Mexican boy dies after stealing a magic guitar and is punished in hell. That's what I thought it was. From the first trailer, that's what I thought it was as well. Steals a guitar. He gets, yeah. hell. I thought it just looked more like, well, from, from the first trailers anyway, like, oh, look, it's like the Book of Life, but it doesn't hurt my eyes to watch, like, you know, The Simpsons when it went into HD. Oh, honestly, Ooh, the, book yeah. of, the watching the Book of Life. Oh, what are you saying? You only half know what I'm talking about. No, I know. I can see the <laughs> distinction between HD and standard definition. He understands the difference between different blacks, you know, on a TV screen. Dude. In the South. What? In <laughs> <laughs> the South. Once again, there's going to be an episode where I we usually infer I'm... Carl as a racist. <laughs> It's every episode you infer I'm a racist. I mean, the last episode, the last. It just seems to be worse when I'm here. (laughs) I'm a bad influence on him, and he doesn't know who I'm pointing to. No. (laughs) No, yeah, this right. And I'm not even going to tell the audience. To find the voice trailer, a little bit nicer, a little bit sweeter. Uh, Obviously, as well, it does explain a bit more of the plot. So his great great grandfather was a mariachi, Mm. um, which is Mexican for troubadour, Mm -hmm. which is not, but still, and cats going metal. I thought it was a Mexican Phil Rodriguez gunman. <laughs> and he um, ends up in the afterlife. Yep. Uh, makes his, his family and everything. He needs to get back before sunrise, otherwise he will stay in the afterlife forever. 
I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, it looks I good. I think it looks really cool. There's there's some nice nods to Mexican culture, uh, culture for me and John, we're wrestling fans. There's El, El Santo's. There uh, is, is, yeah. yeah. Not El Santo, the, the silver mask wrestler, one of the most famous luchadors of all time. And also somebody who enjoys a lot of different cultures. Yeah. I also, too, know what a luchador is. So yeah. don't have to be a wrestle, wrestling fan to understand what that means. But thank, well, you for just, explain, just, just but thank you for explaining who that was, because I didn't know who it was. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> did you know who that Santo was? No, I didn't know. <laughs> Although, just for a second, when he started to strum that guitar, I thought it was going to be a time to uh, sing a song from Toy Story, Woody's Immigration Roundup. That's, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's from the early job where Woody was really quite nasty to the rest of the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm reason, the sheriff reason, of Albuquerque. There's a reason why there was still a kid in 1996 that had the little green toy soldiers, because... Movements. Movements. Yes. yes mm. Time for Woody's Roundup. He's the very best. <laughs> I just really like that song. But I, I did. Did you get the whole thing though? Because you both like saw Coco Trail, and it's like it's a lot based in Mexican mm-hmm. culture. I mean, obviously yeah. you've got the the story of the mariachi there. A uh, lot of deal of staff. Obviously the Sugar Skull staff yeah. and going into the off like this. And yet in that trailer. They drop in the Verve as the soundtrack to it. Did Which that bug the shit out of anyone very, else? Very, very strange because I couldn't tell if that they was always, the original always... or if that was in a. No, it was certainly the, the original. Yeah. It, it creaked and I'm like, what the hell? I haven't heard this in so long. And for the younger listeners, the Verve is basically the people that aren't Coldplay that were very depressed and didn't care about the money for playing shitty music. That's true. Yeah. yeah. There was a but video it of a just took me out down the all this rich kind of music you do. I'd, I'd settle for an instrumental of any Ricky Martin song. It would have fit it the tone fit of the it. movie. I, uh, or any Julio Iglesias. Uh, right? Anything like that. It, or often, even especially Enrique Iglesias. But to, yeah, then to put I would have taken, yeah, I would have taken the most stereotypical well. tequila at some yeah. point. Um, uh, a morose version of tequila. Yeah. Dun, 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 I don't dun, believe dun, Johnny Cash recorded that before he died. You never know, Johnny. Johnny, yeah, actually, Johnny was recording Nine Inch Nails before he died. I like, I like the idea that there's a there's a vault somewhere in a in a car garage somewhere of uh, Johnny Cash's where he's got a Johnny Cash version of La Bamba, and it's seven and a half minutes long. There's a whole EP and of Weird Al Yankovic songs he covered. <laughs> well, you discovered that he did that Bruce Springsteen album. Yeah, that was I never knew about that. That was fucking incredible. Well, he's the boss. He's fucking lazy. Get the other people to do it for you. Uh, no, I never knew that. I honestly got, honestly got sorry to get off track, but yeah. so slightly. But if anybody's ever met me, knows I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan and a huge Springsteen fan. Um, he recorded a load of Springsteen songs before he died. I mean, well before he died, like uh, 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, about in the eighties. I never knew about it, and then I came upon his version of Johnny Ninety Nine, and I was like, oh, this is a really cool Johnny Cash version. And one of my friends was like, yeah, it's an entire album of literally Cash covers Springsteen. It's what that. It's what the eighties was all about. It was, was the, people was covering pe- other people. people. Yeah. yeah. But um, we move on to Better Watch Out, which is... You better not cry, you better not shout, I'm telling you why, because everybody's going to die. We In hope. hilarious ways. We hope, we hope. It's it's interesting, I do... It's th- very interesting. What the, what the fuck's the plot, though? Because at first I thought um, it was... It's these two, it's these kids at home at Christmas who um, have to, like, um, he's trying to obviously get off with the... Babysitter. Babysitter. But, um... Um, it gets to the point where their house is invaded instead of um, like um, the usual thing of like oh no the killer's trying to get us run around the house they turn the tables and yeah. become psychopaths but but the way that the trailer plays out it it shows shows you a little bit that maybe the kid was already a psychopath because right, yeah. right at the start of the trailer 
the mother and the father, I can't remember who played the mother, but the father's Patrick Warburton, so it's mm. already awesome. The mum says to him, don't watch any scary movies, and you think, oh, that's nice and sweet. But then as the trailer progresses, and you see what this kid does to the home invaders, you're like, maybe she's saying that to him because he's got a problem. Yeah. So this kind of looks like... Did you ever watch Funny Games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. That, that, they mention it. It's, yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very Funny Games, it's I can funny, tell Yeah, it's like Funny Games at Christmas meets Home Alone meets... Um, well, prom, I think, they, I think there was they a movie a while ago called Prom Night as well, which this reminds me of. It's a, mm. uh, a video, video nasty. Prom mm. Night. Um, I don't know if you. Yeah, I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah, heard Prom, prom Night. night. Uh, do you know about Prom Night? Oh, I've seen Prom Night. Yeah. Yeah. The original, not, not the shitty remake. Yeah, yeah, the original is brilliant. Uh, there's another one as well called Lo- The Loved Ones, which is quite a similar thing as well. And it's got that home invasion kind of torture. Not torture porn, but, but there's torture in it. So I'm really interested to know what the plot of this is. Is it the kid actually is a psychopath? I think that's one of the things that are going to leave uh, ambiguous. I yeah. think he's going to quickly become it because it's all about impressing governments. Now, now I watched this trailer. Now I didn't know anything about well, it. I thought for a second the girlfriend was also tied. Oh, not the girlfriend. Well, we'll the see, babysitter was also tied up. Well, I lost focus in plot points, which I'll get to focus. I think, focus. I, think, I think it's a trailer that jumps around the movie quite yeah. a bit. It's I think more... it shows too much of the movie straight away. Yeah, there is yeah, a lot. But, um, oh no, I agree with you, but I'm still intrigued. Now the thing was though, I didn't know anything about this until. Started watching it now. The, tr- the the title better watch out. I'm straight away like, well, this is going to be some sort of Christmassy horror movie. And you know, after Krampus, mm. and we've had a few tug in cheek great Christmas horror movies. That was a Christmas horror movie as well. Mm. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah, but it's, it started off and it looked so wholesome Horrifying. and family. And I even thought to myself, oh my god, look at the color scheme, the lighting, and the cinematography of this house. It looks just like a Chris Columbus movie. I didn't think any particular Chris Columbus movie. Just I just thought in general. The general gamble. And the moment this trailer absolutely lost me in wanting to go see the film is when they drop in the name Home Alone. Yeah. It pissed me off to no end. Because yeah. it's you like know Home Alone. Yeah. yeah, which was already very, very obvious because there's a spider on face moment, and there's the bit in the back garden, and there's and like you know the paint can thing could have been described. All he had to do was just say, it's like, "Oh, I saw this in a movie once," yeah. or something like that. You didn't have to actually vocally do it, and it just seems like that's designed more from the generation we have now that are too busy looking at their phone screens than actually looking at visual jokes to get. We, well, we need the meta reference. It's a horror movie still. I it's mean, still got to have yeah, that meta. Yeah, you can, I'm still interested. You can you do are, it you clever. Can, you can thank Scream for that. The thing was, it was already there. It was such like mm. the mere fact. I thought, my God, this looks like a Chris Columbus movie. Yeah. Before so I even, so I wasn't even thinking Home Alone. Before. Yeah. So, I just thought it generally so looked like. John says, not going to go see the movie. No, do want to see the movie, but disappointed. I don't think it's going to be as clever as I think it could be. I'm. It's one of those ones that I can't wait to watch on Netflix. It's like um, I'm not big on horror, but I don't think I'm, I don't see myself going to the cinema to see this. I I probably will go to the cinema, cinema see this because I'm very, generally interested. By what's going to happen. And when you do go, let me know just how many people are looking at their phone screens during. I'll tell nights. you how many people I yelled. Oh, you'll know just by how hoarse my throat is when I come back to tell you about the movie. Or mm. oh, I'll read it in the local paper about the, uh, the murders. There was an incident. In- Continuing down the road of um, interesting twists on the horror genre, we go to the Tragedy Girls, which is basically what, what happens when you're, you're literally killed for hits on social media. Yes, which I've never thought about doing. You've constantly thought about yeah. it. I know you will. Kill you all. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it's two girls that are running a Twitter that's uh, not running running a Twitter or Instagram that isn't doing too well. So with with the with the Twitter name Tragedy Girls. Yeah, who decide to make their lives more interesting? They're just going to start killing a bunch of people. They 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 start off by killing somebody who's got more hits on Twitter than, than they do, and then because then the town that they live in thinks it's a serial killer. 
the, tra- they, they the tragedy got... girls then start to cover it on Twitter because apparently there's no such thing as actual normal news now, mm. um, and that gets them higher up in the Twitter ratings. And um, I'll say Twitter again because if the people from Twitter are listening, I'll have a T-shirt. Um, you won't get a blue tick in time in, soon. It's an interesting. Premise. God bless the twats. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting premise, and one particular scene is we use Twitter ourselves. Yeah, we do to talk to our fans. You know, all three of them. Um, and we talk, we talk to other people. I've already told you, I don't use my Twitter account. No, you're not one of our fans. You're a guest, so <laughs> we don't need your adulation. We've already got it. You're on the show and you'll never leave. Um, but it's like I said, it's an interesting premise. I'm just... From the trailer alone, I'm bored. After the first time they kill somebody, I was like, all right, well, now I know the whole plot of the movie. Mm. They keep killing people till they're eventually found out. Or, shock twist, they're not found out. It does give away a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, a lot. Well, it's hor- and the humour for hor- me wasn't horror seems to, horror seems to be that way that they they kind of have to tell you what the whole story is going to be in Some, a trailer. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I mean the thing was I think even in one of the blurbs of in the trailer that was kind of advertising it referenced it. It's like oh, it's like Heather's Heather's meets meet scream. scream. Yeah. For the modern generation, I'm like, in Heather's they killed because they were unpopular and just wanted to be popular as part of the hierarchy. This is killing for. You know, Twitter followers, which is kind of depressing when you think about it. How it's the way of the world, unfortunately. This is, yeah, what it's come to is a little bit. But, but also. Scream played on the tropes of horror movies as well. Scream did, yeah, but Scream the TV series has been dealing with this kind of stuff for a couple of years now. So this is not like a fresh, absolute news. Even Scream 4. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, online blogging. It's interesting. It's not a totally fresh idea. It's a hot mess of a movie as well. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how it's going. To play out, as it were, yeah. because like I said, what is what's then going to be? They get away with it, or they get caught, because it's got to be one of those two. I guess it, they'll get away with it. I'm because it's incident in the trailer, one turns on the other. Yeah. So oh, so it really is Heather's then. Yeah. yeah. Not that that's a spoiler, for God's sake. Think if, it's if, a suicide pack. If, if you never seen Heather's, go watch Heather's. It's a fucking brilliant film, and it's probably going to be better than this. The next trailer can be summed up by literally two words. Well, three words. Oh, Don't hi, be- Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Good doggy. Uh, You're design- tearing me apart! I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't hit her. I didn't hit her, I didn't. Oh, hey, Mark. Bobo. Yep. That's a... Uh, <laughs> something about the joke, and then you can see it. Visual <laughs> jokes <laughs> on a podcast! Yeah, uh, but, I threw um, a water bottle. John referencing the story of the water bottle. But this looks amazing. It's the story of the making of the room. Of the room, and they call it the disaster artist. And if if anybody could pull this off with a level of humour, but also intricate detail to what made that movie so bad, it's going to be Seth Rogen, and it's going to be Rogen, and it's going to be um, Franco, both Francos, the Frank High. Oh yeah, you got yeah, yeah, you got both Francos. You you got James the Frankalati. Frankalati. The you Frankelati, yeah. Fratellis? You have James Franco hey, and you Dave guys. Franco. Yeah, James and Dave Franco. There's yeah. another Franco as well we've not seen yet. The third Franco. The third Franco. Which <laughs> yeah, doesn't... Which doesn't the prophecy like has spilt which, spoke which, of the third but again, when you say the This third is no Franco. power compared to the Baldwins. Yes. <laughs> when you say the third... Fra- oh, their power's waning, my friend. When, <laughs> you, when you say the third Franco, that sounds like something that should be in an Ocean's Eleven movie. Well, we'll do two Rita Rodners, one of James and uh, two third Francos. It's just... It's odd. But I'm really looking forward to it because it does, 
It's a trailer about the worst movie ever. And the room is the worst movie ever. The editing, c- c- the acting, it, it, it's the cl- effects. It's classed as yeah, the, most, the, the worst it's, movie ever made. Or... It, yeah, it's totally not to play a from Outer Space off of yeah. the rankings. Oh, yes, definitely. But um, it's uh, this is heavily... Um, hey, Tommy, Wise- Ewald, Tommy Ewald, Wiseau and the... And the uh, I can never remember the other guy, the guy, the guy uh, David Franco. David Franco. Yeah. But... Um, it is. It's just a lot of the stuff you see in the trailer is actually true. Like the bit where Seth Rogen goes, "Wow, that looks just like the alley outside. Why don't we just shoot in the alleyway?" Because this, this is, is a Hollywood so movie. Yeah. No, you gotta do it, boy. It's a Hollywood a movie. movie. <laughs> Come on, you got to act. This is the. You've got to have thing. that kind of "I'm dead inside, but I'm trying to be enthusiastic" kind. I'll of tell thing. you what. You're tearing me apart, apart, Dan. <laughs> this is the thing. I think with James Franco in those prosthetics to make him look like Tommy... He's not wearing which prosthetics. Which prosthetics? It's just a wig. He's wearing... No, he's wearing stuff on his face as well. If you look, he is... There's a little bit, yeah, and a little bit, but... So he's oh, wearing prosthetics! That's makeup, surely. Make makeup more than dead. Well, it's... To, uh, to make him you look... You make him sound like a Dick Tracy villain, for Christ's sake. But he looks a bit like a Dick Tracy villain. He can no, no, that's... No, that's that's forehead. No, that's what, just what, him what, crying about Alien Covenant and not actually being in the cinema version of it. But what I'm saying is, he was on the plane version of it. I watched that on the plane. What the boring version we'll, or the we'll, airplane we'll, version? We'll get I want, <laughs> I want cookies and a nine-minute cut of Avatar. We'll get to that in a yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, but what's made it interesting for me is looking at Jim Franco playing this role is he should be Victor Von Doom. That's Victor Von Doom. That's yes. what he should look like. Yes, yeah. if Fox still have the rights, then <laughs> yes, I'll let them have that. Yeah. Anything um, to make it so bad they'll just go to Marvel and go, please just, help just, us. Just take it. Just Much take like it, you did like for Sony. Mm. But, um, yeah, the fact that they're doing this so, like, beat for beat is amazing because obviously there's, the bad timing's got to be in there and the bad editing's got to be in there. And If they're shown, if they show it in the movie, it's really confusing. If they show it in this movie of the making of the movie how bad the movie was... Then they've got to put those bits in because if you've anybody out there that's not watched the room, watch it. You'll get about fifteen minutes what, in. Watch it, and if you really enjoy it, I do recommend reading the book. is based on the disaster yeah. artist. And um, it's just this is going to be incredible because it's not. They're, not, they're not. They're not lying. Six, you six, did seven, take Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always say Rogan. I don't know why. Move away from the you know. Bippity boppity, I'm a stoner, this is kind of funny, look, here's some tips well, and pre- a period thing. Well, pre- to pre- make something that's a bit of a satire and a bit of yeah. more... We'll, we'll make a movie about the thing I watched while I was stoned and eating looking munchies. At, looking at tits and, yeah. and munchies. Because <laughs> it's, it, you've got to be really good to make something about something that's bad. Yeah. There's a, there was a comedian a long, long time ago, and by, by a long, long time ago, I'm talking, some of our listeners may not even know who the guy is, and he used to play the piano. Not Liberace, I've forgotten his name now. Um, and he used to dress up... Uh, no, my mother-in-law. Les Dawson. Les yeah. Dawson, yeah. When yeah, Les yeah. Dawson used to do this bit where he played the piano, but he played the piano badly. He was an accomplished piano player. He was an accomplished pianist. It's really, really hard when you can do something really well to do it badly. Do you yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's so just like I'm when Tommy Cooper did shit magic. Yeah, but like. it's really hard to do that. So the fact that they're doing this really good movie about something that was really bad. I'm so interested in that and how they pulled that off without it ironically turning into something like The Room, I think would be brilliant. I think this film will be very enjoyable, but I don't see it making a lot of money since it's a very, very niche market. It's like, hey, if you, if you, if you saw that film, you know, that worst film of all time that never really got a big release, then and, watch and, this and, movie. You, and you found it like cultish enough to remember it and laugh about it, then come and watch this film about vaguely the makeup. And the thing was, the first trailer that hooked us all with 
the remaking of the constant cuts of the famous Oh hi Mark. So, yeah. Hi Mark. That, which, literally, which, that literally hooked everyone that knew that took film. 56 takes to it, get this, it right. This, this trailer shows well. so much more going on in they, terms yeah, of the build that, and I don't think that's the story that hooked everyone in. The, the teaser trailer was literally had one, everyone. Yeah, it was literally it. one day of... That was literally one, one whole, one whole day, day of production, production was that yeah. scene. This, mm. this film, I think, could be just like... It doesn't it, work if you look at the camera. It might just get remembered about in like being John Malkovich would do ten years later when yeah. it's like that's a fucking great film. It's really fantastic. It's well written. It's well directed. It's well acted. Noise, but everyone just remembers that scene where everyone <laughs> goes Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. And I think this will just get remembered for a few scenes of Franco. And Franco does look absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah. And he's and got the got it down. You also got to look out for your Tommy Wiseau cameo because he does appear in the. Well, it appears at the very end of the trailer, technically. As, as what? Uh, what? World's it's, worst pumpkin? Hang on, surely the cameo is when they're watching it and they go, oh, hey, hey, doggy. No, 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 no. There's, there's so there is, he actually appears. Exactly, he's actually, actually going to be a, a character. Which you, know, which you know in Tommy Wiseau's mind, he's going, finally, I've made it, I'm in Hollywood. Well, no, Tommy, Tommy Wiseau originally, um, spoke, when he heard James Hanger was taking on the project, asked if he could play. Tommy Wiseau in the movie. Yeah, I no. What this is getting too. Oh, uh, I got it. I got it. Because he said the only person that no, can play me, me is me. me. He's gonna play his own ass in the nude scene. That's what. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> that is what it's gonna he's be. Gonna he's gonna be the body he's double. Gonna, he's gonna no, no. His face As in front of James Franco's behind. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next trailer, which is down. Lisa, you're tearing my crack apart. <laughs> I made it to Hollywood, Lisa. <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Mine and me and Dan work together in the same club, and our manager is Mark, and every time I see him, I go, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. still doesn't get the reference, no, and I doubt he ever will. Yes, but when you say it, it like, sounds like you just said hello to Ernie as well. No, but I always do it. <laughs> I do it. Oh, Bert, hi, Mark. Bert, why are you oh, yeah, shouting so at me? Bert, why are you yeah. shouting at me, Bert? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ernie, Ernie, how do I look? Oh, well, you're always Bert. Down, down, downsizing, or... Okay, Matt Damon, you can do one quirky movie a year, but three? Yeah. <laughs> Has he shaved his head for an Elysium sequel, or what? Well, Rumours is a year's shaved. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the first thing I thought Oh, do you know what? Actually, I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be really interested in this. I actually really enjoyed it. But this is a movie about little people. By that, I, I mean they shrunk down, down to small size. Not dwarfs, midgets, or people of lower stature. Yes. They're still people, like damn it, Dutch. And we're back to Tommy West. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it does. It does. The premise is interesting, and but the trailer. Apparently, there's a cameo by um, Warwick Davis. In no shit. But you can't. As a tall. Oh, <laughs> dude. Sorry. You prick! You had me really going there. No, yeah. So the 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 idea behind this is shrink people down to like one tenth the size or one twentieth the size. One twentieth the size. And basically, they're like borrowers. Yeah. If you don't know what the borrowers are, look up somebody in the south saying the word borrow properly. Or read a book. Watch, watch. Or read a book. <laughs> or watch the movie with John Goodman or the Goodman. 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 John. Goodman. John Goodman. Hello, I'm John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. I am Dutch. Or the really, or the really bad um, BBC one they did a couple of years ago with um, Jim Broadbent. With uh, Chris. Uh, Pine. Christopher Eccleston. I was going to say Pine as well. That's Thank the you. first thing that came to mind. It's because when somebody it? talks about movies, he talks about Chris. I have to go through all the Chris's. Pine, Evans, Hemworth, Eggleston. You can't like go through a lot of them before you get to the right one. Pratt. No. <laughs> so sometimes I forget the name. That's a bit rude. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, doctor. Yeah. So doctor. 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 <laughs> so 
they, they shrink people down because then therefore you're... And, but see how the science of the math doesn't work out because in the trailer the woman says, like, your $64,000 now translates to, like, $1.2 million in tiny town, basically. Just because you're small doesn't make your money... I think what it means ownership and what your needs are. The yeah, but, but again... But also, what they're saying is that the amount of food and water stuff is translates, yeah, your, your translates to... But, because like there's the, there's a scene near the end with the buckets net with a absolute vodka bowl, yeah. which are literally just turning off. On you think it's a yeah, 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 yeah. water? Yeah. And Matt Damon's saying over the top of it, isn't he? You know, every so you know, you think this is like normal life, but every so often something something comes along and shows you that it's not. But what I'm saying is that doesn't translate that well because just because you shrink down and your wealth becomes bigger, you're not going to be able to spend all of that money. While you're what? still alive, well, it's commercialism, money. though, isn't it? You you get all of a sudden a bigger house, you get more land. It's good you to get have land, and and for the people who are willing to do it early on, they also get a much better house. And yeah. better well, I thought I thought it was making fun of the property ladder in the day and age today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. now it's the property step ladder. Oh. Oh. I was thinking though, like I can't remember the guy's name, but he says shrinking your downsizing isn't about saving the world, and I was like, oh. It's a dark twist. This is going to be brilliant. It's about saving yourself. I was like, oh, no dark twist. But again, like you were saying, with Matt Damon, mm. it's, I'm interested to see that Matt Damon seems to be on like a, a, a slew of doing kooky, strange movies at the same time. And it's He's Daniel radcliffe it. It suits him, though. Horns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Horns, Christ. The but mumbling in that movie. The thing is that... Enunciate! For, anyway, um... He's trying to put on an American accent, which, considering he's Harry Potter, is very hard to do. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I'm from Boston. I'm a bank robber. I'm definitely not Harry Potter. I'm Deloitte. That's what he's If he was from Boston, he'd be dropping You two are from the South and you do terrible accents. He'd be dropping the R's. Harry. You either use that voice for Daniel Radcliffe or Tom Holland. You choose now. Hello, my name's Tom Holland and I'll be using this exclusively to talk about how I'm Tom Holland. Yeah. And won't be coming home this Christmas. Oh, Tom Holland, no, he won't be. Well, not with that voice, he won't be. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, when I watched this trailer, like you were saying, you thought a dark twist was yeah. going to come out. Now, I watched this and I was I like, was gonna release so, cats. I was like, so, right, okay, you uh, you decide to shrink yourself down, you'll need to become worth more, you'll be happier, you'll have more land, blah, 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 all this. Oh, look, it's Jason Sudeikis. Yes, that's No, no, even, even before he showed up, I'm like... <laughs> Where is the conflict in this story? Yeah, there has to be. There is no conflict appearing now. I'm, I'm all for trailers not giving away everything about a damn story of a movie, but this literally gives away so nothing it doesn't actually drive you to maybe want to see the it. Co- maybe the conflict is somebody like Matt Damon marrying somebody like Kirsten Wig and not one of them swinging a punch at the other person while they're drunk. Because let's face it, she's not the best looking woman in the world, and Matt Damon's face looks like Carl's when it's been shit. Hello. So <laughs> maybe the conflict is in their marriage. Because if I had to wake up every day and look at Kirsten Wiggs' face, I'd get a bit angry as well. Oh, that's not nice. It's accurate, though. Mm. I came here for the podcast, yes, not the group therapy. That's yeah, yes, yes, Right, yes, okay, yes. just check. <laughs> right. Do you want to talk about 13 seconds of Tomb Raider because the trailer still hasn't dropped? Yay! Should, should we wait? We'll wait and see. Well, I've got a theory about this, though, downsizing. I think this yeah. is a Smurfs prequel. <laughs> I, think the, I think at the end of this movie something to do with the molecular restructurizing of their body Turns will them turn them blue. blue he's already lost his hair I was so say, he has to wear his, a hat no no he's lost his hair He'll he grow. starts to grow a weird grey beard 
Matt Damon becomes Papa Smurf at the end of this movie, when everybody else is dead, there'll be Papa Smurf and Kristen Wiig is uh, Smurfette, standing alone on a tiny hilltop somewhere, and Jason Sudeikis in a black robe with a cattle come marching over the horizon going, no, I've, okay. got, I've got you where I want you. Jason Sudeikis is Gargamel. No, no, nice idea, bad execution. Who's lost their hair already? Matt Damon. He'll be fucking Gargamel. No, he's going to be Papa Smurf. You don't know what's under that hat. He's going to be big Knowledge and Papa wisdom. Smurf. Not in Matt Damon's case. Probably a donut and a cup of coffee. No, no, no. There's a modem connected to Ben Affleck's typewriter. <laughs> no, that's neither way around. It's Ben Affleck. That's what it's, you've been led to believe. Ben Affleck, that's the one that's got the fucking modem attached no, to the No, it's uh, a small topical graph of Australia. <laughs> No, don't ask questions. Or, or a script uh, uh, The Martian 2. No, it's Casey Affleck just operating it all by remote control. <laughs> just like, just like in Men in Black. Dude, he's wicked smart. Um, <laughs> wicked smart. John, usual question for the guest. DC, Marvel or Misk? We'll go DC. DC! Uh, DC has done its usual, um, here's the featurette for the next um, DC animated movie they're doing. Which is? They're tackling another Elseworld book. They're doing Gotham by Gaslight. Oh. Which is the um, story of uh, turn of the nineteenth century Batman against Jack the Ripper? It's where yes. if, yeah. it's it's where a who, famous who will he turn out to be? Oh no no they <laughs> they are they're, they're, they're straight up doing Jack. The Ripper. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But who will the Jack the Ripper turn out to oh, be? Oh he'll he'll end up being whatever uh, whatever man bat. Yeah we know <laughs> <laughs> man bat. Well, they've already got that's Harvey not, then. That's um, not a cloak, it's his wings. The, 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 the gang of ruffians, which are called Tim, uh, Richard and Jason. Oh, oh, good Lord, I enjoyed you saying ruffians. <laughs> look at this gang of ruffians on the streets of Gotham. Va- vagabonds. No, it's London. Now no, look it's here, roustabouts. Now listen here, roustabouts. I happen to be the Batman, and I shan't stand for this outside of my favourite bike shop. I'm not damn Batman. I'm from Hammersmith. And I know a thing or two about punch-ups. <laughs> and I've got a photographic memory. <laughs> and I'm going to memorise all of your faces. Oh, I miss you, Rick. Um, <laughs> My name is The Batman. But and I happen to be a master of fisticuffs and a juice of thinking. Yes. But now, it's nice that they're going down the realm of the Elseworld books in the DC animated movies. Yeah. Like, they're doing what is part of their DC animated universe with, like, you know, uh, the Justice League, Teen Titan movies and stuff like that. But, um... They, they're, they're occasionally doing these one-offs or continuations of old universe. We won't talk about Batman and Harley Quinn. We'll save that for another show because I'm pretty we, sure we've we got some news. Isn't that a movie we need to talk about Batman and Harley Quinn? Isn't that a movie we need to talk about Batman and Harley Quinn? Yeah. That uh, sex scene, good lord. Yeah, that so was cringe-worthy. so out of place. Yeah. Oh, Nightwing and Harley Quinn get on this movie. Sorry, spoilers. Right. Well, literally, he lasted all of 15 seconds, if that. That, no, it's Come nothing on. to do with the plot. It's just Come a on, weird you would, you would side bit. It has nothing to do with nothing. Oh, I see. So that was just literally a dig at everyone that complained about that weird scene in The Killing Joke then. Yeah. That was weird as well. No, no, that was weird. That just happened. That they're they're taking the piss out of everyone complaining about it now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now she's going to get some dick from Nightwing. Mm. Speaking you of see Carter. what you did there. Speaking of Thank speaking you. of Nightwing, apparently the, this is a quote. This is a quote from the director and the, the, the scriptwriter that Nightwing will be so sick that they will need to create a stunt Oscar for it because it will win it. Get a new director. Yeah, come out and speak forward. in public to people like that. He either hasn't taken his medication uh, or there's no hope. For my my thought. Um, to be fair. 
Like, they'll just fire directors anyway, because that's DC's new thing now. That's true. Yeah. They're, so they're Star Wars. They're taking, <laughs> they're taking a leaf out of the Star Wars book. Oh no, DC were doing this long before. How many directors has Flash gone through? Four. <laughs> Four. And the script rewrites? Three. Three. Um, Flash is on its fourth now. How many, it's on its how fourth many, now, yeah. How exactly. many suits? Two. <laughs> and a partridge. Well, it's getting near Christmas yet. We'll and nothing comes out of her rings. Yes. No! <laughs> Five useless rings. Pink. Indigo. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but speaking of directors coming back, Patty Jenkins is returning to direct Wonder Woman 2. This Yay! Is week. The further empowerment of women when they don't need it because women are already more powerful than they think they are. That's a controversial view, and we're moving swiftly on. I'm pro-women. <laughs> I'm pro-women, I don't think they need a movie with a superhero who doesn't exist in it to tell them how powerful they are. Yeah. I think they should already know it. Well, you know one of the best movies for female empowerment of all time is? Ghostbusters. No, Super Troopers 2. Super Troopers, sorry. Watch it, think about it. Um, uh, Black Lightning! Cause, oh, Black Lightning! Which is Dan insists has to be his intro on the new TV has show. Has to be. John is just giving him a look. A door kicks open in a warehouse somewhere in the mid 80s. A guy walks out, perfectly cut, wonderful suit, goggles, lightning flashing around him. Two criminals run towards him. He goes, I find this shocking, sucker! Black Lightning! You, sir, are not Delbert Wilkins. How do you know? I've, I've heard rumors. But, 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 you wait. <laughs> but, but, you. <laughs> You wait. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it should. I think it should be the title somewhere. No, but this is a segment that we have on the show called video game stuff on a non-video game podcast. Vote your video game stuff on a non-video game podcast. Just because. Chapter four. Just because the DC news. The boredom continues. Come along. Because 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 basically DC news is fit on the ground. Black Lightning will be a DLC skin for Raiden's character in Injustice Two. Who is also a, who is also a DLC character. So, to use the Darth Vader defence from chasing Amy, a black man stands there with power, and mm. then they take his mask away, and what lies underneath? A white guy. Crusty old white guy. I see how Star Wars and the DC universe is racist now. Just make him a character. Black Lightning's cool. He featured. He's featuring heavily in the uh, Injustice Two uh, comic book at the moment. Yeah, they're just literally waiting to put him in the DC uh, movie universe. As soon as Eddie Murphy's schedule frees up. Because <laughs> he's so busy. <laughs> Does anybody remember, it must have been about like eight or nine years ago, when, when the, front page, the nice. front page of The Sun, it was just when uh, Dark Knight Rises uh, was going into production, where they had Eddie Riddler photoshopped on Jim Carrey's Riddler. Eddie Riddler? Uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie Murphy. What he means is Eddie Murphy was meant to play the Riddler. No, was 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 cast. I rumoured rumoured to be playing the Riddler when it was going into production. No, that that was that was a bullshit thing. It was the uh, was it Damon Wayans as Robin? Yeah, that was the yeah. done deal because Damon Wayans got paid for Batman and Robin despite not appearing in it because his contract was he got paid to play Robin twice and never once put a fucking quote James Poe in the new special he got paid for the attempt and it's the Give best the best fucking acting I've ever seen out of a Wayne's brother ever <laughs> I don't know I've seen Little Man no I'm still just done with downsizing put your trousers on um, there's um, production photos are, are starting to come through uh, official production photos for uh, Justice League and the first one is a picture of um, Green Light Green Light Green Light no. Green Light it's the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern. The Green Lantern's at the end. You say Green Lantern one. Um, no, um, it's a photo of Ezra Miller as Barry Allen in like his 
Barry Cave, you know, the, the scene you it's see. Man cave. In in man, Barry it's Man Cave. It's Man Cave. You know, it's the Barry Cave. Or, or that, the sounds, that sounds like somebody from the East London of women's gone to a gynaecologist, yeah. and the gynaecologist has gone, what's the problem? And she's gone, well, it's me Barry Cave, isn't it? Yeah. That's what that's. Yeah, I don't like. think that's... It's a short junction away from the Cabri Alley. He's um, not famous <laughs> enough to have a museum yet. I imagine he'd have a flash den. Yeah, a flash den. <laughs> well, it's not as good as the Injustice bit. Welcome to the Arrow Cave, Harley Quinn to Green Arrow. Wouldn't it make sense to call it the quiver? <laughs> and he just turns around and goes, that's better. That's better. <laughs> no, but the first part is... You're saying, hired. Your a, CW contract starts on Monday. It's just... It's just, it's just it a, ends on Wednesday. It, it ends the bricks. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of... It's what I call um, fanboys just pointing out shit for the point of pointing out shit. The clone, And that's why you're here today. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's why we're all here. He's wearing the red check j- uh, jacket and like a grey hoodie, a greenish hoodie. Which I nerd has realised is the exact same clothes that Clark Kent is wearing uh, when he discovers the spaceship in Superman, the first <gasps> Superman. Like the red check shirt and everything. So it's just like, it's, it's like, congratulations nerd, you've noticed something that can, obviously. <laughs> nerd! Yep. Yep. So something's been referenced in something else and somebody lost their shit over it quickly. Yeah. Call the media. Um, so, so what's going on with the Justice League movie then? Obviously, it's... As, it, as, it, as it stands, its mo- release date is set in stone. The film is going through the last stages of pre-production. All the, all the additional filming Superman's has been done. Superman's definitely in it. And Superman's definitely... Green Lantern's going to be in it. Rumoured that there's an, another member of the Justice League will turn up near the end of the next movie. They, no, they won't do Martian Manhunter because in, no one would accept a character that strange. Rocky Raccoon! <laughs> right, racist. That and also Flash travelled back in time to tell Bruce Wayne, Don't go and see it, it's terrible, we have no idea what we're doing, we've we'll spent 25 so, million on reshoots. This is all going ahead. Or as I'm calling it, the weaning budget. This I can sort your movie out. for 25 million. Oh, he fucking can't, the hack. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. my, my feelings on Whedon are very, very clear, and now he's come back. He's come back, and now he's got a screenwriting credit. If this fucking tanks, no, he's got a screenwriting credit. He's, he's got a writer's credit, not a screenwriting credit. Well, yeah, a writer's credit. credit. Like, but the fact he's it? managed so to actually officially leave? put his name on more of it. Are they doing Because they, gonna... uh, they, they legally have to give him a screenwriting credit now because he's rewritten. I thought yes, you were but he can also movie. decline that credit. I thought you he can, were going to say it. He can decline a public announcement of the credit. He will still have to be credited as a writer. Not necessarily. There's tons of writers that have not been credited that have done mm. rewrites. I thought you were going to say they legally have to give him money because he's Josh Wing. But you didn't say that. But that would have been funny if you had. No, what I was going to talk about was... So, this leads into Justice League Chapter 2 or Part 2 or whatever I should... There's, they, they've said that this this what, this iteration of the universe will continue at least to Justice League Part 2. I love the fact that that's the subtitle for it, isn't it? Justice League Part 2. I assume. I assume. Because <laughs> I really like the idea that they'll do Justice League Part 2 and they'll get to the Justice League Space Station or they'll be in the Fortress Solitude or whatever... The Justice League hangout. I'm not particularly DC. They, 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 it's one of those things they're trying to do realism. It's like, good, you've already shown the Fortress of Solitude. A space station would be beyond our fathoming. Yeah, we can't possibly assume that. Anyway, I'm a, and well, they I decide... want John Peters polar bears to save the day. No, they've already said that the Hall of Justice is going to feature in Justice League. Right, so this is this is my thing, gentlemen. Right? This, yeah. this is the yeah. way my this is the way my brain works. So Justice League Two, mm-hmm. they'll be there in the Hall of Justice or in the space station that we can't possibly fathom. Or in a revised version of the Fortress of Solitude, because it can't be solitude if there's loads of different people there, right? You don't get solitude around a lot of people. 
and they decide to hire a secretary. And the young secretary walks in and she goes, hello, I'm your new secretary. And they turn around and go, oh, it's nice, but even your name isn't she goes, Martha. And the whole shit just starts again. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman comes in and goes, look, 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 let's just stop no, it. No, Wonder Woman's entered the room, so that's when you hear the... <laughs> anyway, that was, that was my idea. I'm for Sorry, it. continue on with the I DC love it. news. That is the end of the DC news. Yay! Uh, we'll move on to the Marvel news, gentlemen. Um, it has been confirmed that Stanley has filmed his next five Marvel cameos already. In, and in the nicest way possible, it's literally because, and he's even said this, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying this on this podcast yeah. for fucking ages. Yeah. I was going to say years, but for ages. The you can officially why... in, in in December you can officially say years. Nice. Right. <laughs> when people go, oh, it's amazing that they're still getting Stanley to do all these cameos. They film them in fucking bulk, right? And they, they bring they, him in for a day, for a day, five different costumes, and film and film them one after another. And like Mr. Ben, right? Like he walks into the fucking costume shop. Stanley walks in. They go, all right. This week we're going to dress you up like a rocket man. Next week we're going to dress you up like somebody who may look. Faintly resemble Mysterio. Next week it's going to be you're going to be uh, Daredevil's father in a cutscene, whatever, right? I'm sorry, you're just making me think that, that Stanley gets dressed by Professor Balls of Nice in all his costumes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes to he goes to the same place John Wick gets his suits, and um, that's what they do because he's going to die. It's mortality, people. Yeah, I th- I he this... is 752 years old. I don't think this Let him rest. Because didn't James Gunn do like a shitload of them while he was doing Guardians? 2? Yeah. Just film like, the one after five, I think. Just no, no, that's what I mean. That he, he, that. Oh, is it just Stan Lee said? Oh, yes, I have done that. Right, he's, 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 come, he's come out and because it was rumored that he's so he shot all of them, and, but Stan's not said anything, and Marvel not have released anything officially. Well, between it the Guardians just, ones, he now has a progressive plot line of being himself now. Look, here's no, the thing. Right? <laughs> so, Apparently, at this point in they, time, because everybody is like he's the Watcher because he appears in everything. It's actually it makes sense to ma- that they've made him like the uh, the agent of the watch. It's the envoy. Kind of, it's yeah. the envoy to Earth for the watches, as it were. Well, his two best ones were like not being let into Reed Richards and Sue Storm's wedding in mm. Fantastic Four Two. But I'm Stanley being dragged out, and that time he tried to put the Hulk in the Batmobile on The Simpsons. Yeah, which that's is best one. the greatest thing Stanley's probably ever done outside of writing comic books. You can't be the Hulk. I'm the, the Hulk. Hulk. I wish you had well, the power. It happened I, once. I wish I had the pa- you had the power to leave my store. <laughs> I just love it. You broke my Batmobile. Broke or made better. I stand by the fact that any comic book owner who would say that I want Stanley out of my store should not own a comic book store. Well, yeah. worst comic book store owner ever. ever. But yeah, so that's all right. No, but people get shocked by that. Going, oh my god, he's done like so many cameos. There's going to be so many movies. No, it's because the fucking Marvel directors, unlike the DC directors, and I'm going to say it now, have this wonderful superpower, this supernatural well, superpower. That's Kane called. In movies. That's called the power of forethought. Yeah, he's going to be dead soon. Planning ahead, quickly. Record twenty of them. We only need one, but hey, you have nineteen in the can. DVD extras at Christmas. Fuck it. Do forty in a day. We've got choices. We've got choices. We've got all these other directors lining up from the Flash lot. Come on, they all want. They all want a shot. Um, he's what also- ever happened to the Marvel one shot? Why don't we get more of them? I like those. Uh, we're still oh. waiting on the real Mandarin in the show. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's where were they? Because the last one was um, Hail the King, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and, but it was fucking brilliant, like- and they've written themselves into a corner and they can't get out because they can't find enough dump trucks to bring enough money to Robert Downey Jr.'s house to make another Iron Man and make it good. Why don't you ask Jeremy Renner? 
Well, is he ever on set? They turn around and go, yeah, Jerry, we're going to do a Hawkeye movie. Tell them it's a Hawkeye movie. It's not, it's going to be a 15 minute one shot, but he doesn't need all that. Shit, I thought you were going like, to get Renner's, like, like when he did that Jason Bourne movie, they didn't have Jason he's, Bourne in it. He's so have an Iron Man movie just with Hawkeye as the, the main character. Is he's always talking about Iron Man off screen. He is also announced who. And it's from the dog's point of view. Yeah, I'll catch up, <laughs> I'll catch up with you in a minute, Shellhead. I've just got to go and sharpen some arrows. Um, he's also announced who he wants to play himself in the Stanley biopic. There was rumours of, li- of the live-action um, Stanley Kung Fu series that we were getting a few months back. If you remember Excelsior! It. They're literally going to be called Excelsior. During the start of Black Dynamite, Stanley in the 70s fighting evil. It's, he's not lying, there was actually. That was yeah, literally that, the idea. idea. Directed by Quentin Tarantino. No. I wish. Should have um, been. Should have been. Uh, but he's announced who he wants to play. Who do you think should play Stanley? Willem Dafoe. Rugger Hauer. You're both. I'm just naming names. Yeah, I know. He wants. Um, oh, anybody he, do that? He, want, he wants Leonardo DiCaprio to play him <laughs> in his biopic. And I'm like, I, I know you see yourself a certain way, Stan. But how do we I put love this you. Nicely? I really do. But does he just Leonardo recently DiCaprio. say this? this oh, is Stephen, recent. Stephen right, Stephen that's Merkin. trying to sway DiCaprio off of this Joker origin movie. No one wants. I'm trying to get him involved in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Stephen Merchant. He's too fucking tall. Well, no, 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 no. I guess if we get we put the boxes on Tom Cruise's feet and he stands in the ditch. Yeah. Thank you very he much. He can play Steve Ditko. I was just about. <laughs> I was just about to say if they can make Tom Cruise six foot two, they can make you know Stephen Merchant average height. They can make him. Yeah, average but he, talent, wear, so. he wears some very large platforms when he plays Tony Stark, especially in the scenes we've. Oh, Stephen Patrick. Merchant. No, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I didn't say Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I said Tom Cruise. Gentlemen, I've crossed, no, I've crossed the streams here. Yeah. I didn't say Robert Downey Jr. I said Stephen Merchant. Then he mentioned Tom Cruise in the apple box he stands on. And then you just turn around and mention... I thought you were sorry. What? I meant you made Robert Downey What's Jr. What's happening? It's all right. Um, the first logo for the New Mutant movies has been revealed. It's the classic New Mutant logo, just covered in blood. Ah, because it's meant to be body horror stuff, isn't it's it? It's going to be, yeah, it's supposed to be an X-Men horror movie. X-Men, David Cronenberg, kind of. Yeah. Now, I know Fox have been kind of thinking outside of the box what with Deadpool and Logan, but a, a teenage horror movie, I'm like, oh, this could... It I is really too, really too like to tell. I would like it to work, but... Yeah. Because, because I am a massive pervert slash psychopath, I would really like to see a teenage person going through puberty as it were and we'll get to that later on talking about something mm. um, going through puberty but with their mutant abilities and their body what Josh Trank and I will curse your name forever you horrible heartless cunt what Josh Trank wanted the Fantastic Four transformation scenes to be which was shocking and terrifying their bodies are changing it's something new and something different and it's meant to shock you and gross you out because mm-hmm. it would do from a first person point of view yeah. if you well that's a chronicle it was great from, in yeah, terms of chronicle from the way that their powers progress and the way it changes I like the idea of them doing this with the New Mutants. So you see their bodies change and you see them try to deal with their powers. I've always been more interested in the world of mutants and the X-Men. I've always been more interested with the way that people discover their powers and deal with them than when they get the fancy uniform and the coordinate. That's always been my, my favourite one of that, and it was, it was in the ultimate Marvel storyline, was that kid who wakes up one day and his town becomes a ghost town. Yeah. Like, and he keeps moving oh, on and on. Oh, yeah, really. And then, and then, and then he, goes into, he goes into a cave, and then Wolverine walks up to him, and he's like, unfortunately, 
you're releasing you're releasing, releasing an invisible gaps, you know yeah. no you're releasing an invisible energy wave that's wiping out everybody in a five mile radius from you. The and only reason I'm surviving is because I can't. My healing factor and he's yeah. like, oh so you're gonna take X Men and you're gonna train me and Wolverine likes a cigar and he's like, Yeah, I'm going to train you. Schnick. No no no, no it's not it's yeah. not it's not even that. You don't see that. It's literally no, that's what it's I literally imagine. them it's like they, it pans out to the cave and you hear the snicks. Yeah. And then but it, I always yeah, imagine I always imagine that scene. Yeah. I always imagine that scene, the missing scene, as it were, is Wolverine like this guy going, "Yeah, I'm going to train you." So the first lesson of training. So, is so you think? So you think? You, so you think you you think it's I'm going to tense the rabbit, George? No, no, it's, it's it's definitely it works nicely that scene. It's a kind of like I'm just here to come and kill. And I'm more yeah. interested but, um, in that. And, it, it's, and it's also done similar scenes also in the epilogue episode of Justice League Unlimited with Ace and Batman. Yeah, but but. but it's different, but it's still one of my favourite. In, in New Mutants, what's the name of the character Maisie Williams playing again? Oh, Wolf, I can get that. Uh, Wolf Oh, she's Spain. She's Spain. Yeah. Spain. That's amazing casting. Yeah, now, when they say to me a teenage horror movie, the first thing I think of knowing that she's in it, Maisie Williams is a very, very hot property to get coming off of Game of Thrones. She's a very, very good actress. I yeah, think Wolf Spain will be a big fucking movie. So I think you're going to get a lot of kind of the ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. For the first ginger American snaps. werewolf. Mm. Yeah, I think more so than just, I have Ginger Snaps really is a great movie for dealing yeah, with, with with puberty the, with and change changing. and Cause no, it, everybody, it does it so well. Everybody, very underrated horror film. Everybody we Anyone who has from. not watched Ginger Snaps, go and watch Ginger Snaps. Oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge horror guy, even I like Ginger but Snaps. But everybody's gone through it, right? That that point in your the point in your history where your body changes and almost betrays you. Because you don't know what's going on and you're scared and you're confused. To add that to the idea of having mutant powers and your body physically changing (laughs) is, just because your head's on upside down, is because it's terrifying and I find that amazing. One day I hope to go through puberty and find out what all the fuss is about. Is that all glued on? Yeah, I'm surprised I've got eyebrows to be honest with you. But I, only last night I was watching X Men Apocalypse, and you need to get away from exactly everything that film was. Yeah. Bloated nonsense, mess, stupidity, and over the, the top CGI effects. I watched it again. Yeah, I did, and I was like, oh, fuck this. Of X Men Apocalypse would be something like New Mutants if they do what they say they're going to do and actually push it as a body horror and as the, the terror of changing. Just get the story right, get the character right. No one in Apocalypse has a plot arc, not a single one. Um, well, that's not true because Apocalypse goes from being a completely obnoxious world ending being too bit. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> but Michael Fassbender, his family die and he has to go through being a completely obnoxious person to bit. Oh no, let's, right, let's get let's get away from Magneto because of what happened with Secret War, Secret Empire. Sorry, it's like we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna assemble this cabal of evil beings under a quite Nazi rule because we're Hydra. Who's going to be one of my as as evil Steve Rogers or Steve-el, as he eventually got named yeah. as known as? Oh Who yeah, am I going to have as one of my head my top henchmen? Magneto, a Holocaust survivor. Well, one of the well, weirdest well, pieces. Well, I will well, admit well. to you, one of the weirdest pieces of writing Marvel have ever done is having Steve Rogers. Being evil and being a member of Hydra. And That's the Punisher was a member of Hydra in that. But the Punisher yeah. being an assassin. Oh, 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 and oh, Daredevil oh. believing in him. I can understand all of that from their psychological point of view. Why Daredevil, not Daredevil, sorry, Deadpool idolises Captain America. He's the perfect hero he wants him to be. I can understand him going with what Captain America says. I can understand the Punisher being of slightly more sound mind deciding to work alongside but no, the Hydra member of Captain America because he wants to do what Frank Castle the Punisher doesn't want to do which is get rid no, of no, that's Carl, to, no, to no, a no, de- Castle, to Castle a degree, hero worships Rogers that yeah, would be all to that. a degree it's but not, I agree with you on this it's not why Punisher does what he does but, for 
for Stevie only does it because he's been promised that the Cosmic Cube will bring his family back. Right, so get, anyway, getting back to my point, I agree with you, the weirdest thing they did in that entire storyline of Secret mm. Empire was who can we get to help lead up this secret cabal of evil yeah. people? Oh, Eric Lesnar, who's he? Magneto, what else he's known for? Well, he's a Holocaust survivor. So, Holocaust survivor, meet this Nazi. We're going to work together. Mm. What the f- Fuck! Well, wasn't the whole thing just done so that no one will keep bitching and whining about a Black Widow movie? No, because uh, they killed Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair. Well, yeah. 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 No, but Black that's Widow. already apparently going to be undone because there's going to be a story of... Oh, it turns out she's doing a comic book death? Yeah. No, sir, I don't no, no, believe no, you, sir. Apparently they're not even letting this rest for, like, the, the next issue picking up is Black Widow still alive. Yes, yes, because like, Scarlett you know Johansson's you know, lawyer phoned up and you know what? No, soon. You know why they're doing that, don't you? Because there's so many fanboys out there going, hey, even if her body wasn't warm. Well, guess what? You won't have that chance. She's pretty, pretty, pretty red girl. Still is. Still. Best line in the Friday 13 movies. Um, Captain Marvel will appear in Avengers 4, apparently. She's um, a tweet coming out from the um, film council in Atlanta where um, they're filming, they're filming yeah. the new one, has welcomed Brie Larson and Chris on Evans set. on set. So it makes sense that we might get a cameo. I love, I love or, a post, the or a post-credit scene. I love Captain the Marvel. idea of, of, of her going to Chris Evans. Who are you and him going, I'm Captain America, because be, he'll be Captain America again in this Avenger movie, and her going, oh, nice. No, he's going to be I'm Norman. Captain Marvel. <laughs> well, we, we, it's not just me thinking. No, but we, I know he's going to be Norman, set, the, but... This is going to be like Scrolls, isn't it? Because they yeah. changed the title, they're just hiding it all away, Scrolls. Now, I told you about this theory that I had there about Avengers yeah, 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 yeah. I told you about Pepper Potts. No, but she's please. She's a fucking scroll, man, I guarantee. That would make sense. It would, because all of a sudden she's got back with Tony Stark, Stark for no reason. Yeah, they and be she's very, happy very close. to see him and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. How many times have is a scroll? Mark my words. I've not said this in a while, Carl, mm. but fetch me my no, big red, ball red, of red, red string. Um, the MISC news, gentlemen, we'll start off with um, James Cameron will be producing a True Lies TV show. Can, can I just jump to... Your notes, sir. Can I jump to my notes? Because, kids, I have notes. But notes... On paper, not a fancy iPad, because I'm old school. Which is yeah. weird, because you now have a fancy iPad. Yeah, but I don't use it because I'm he not He likes you. to read from Necronomicon next morning. So, yeah. Carl's just Carl just mentioned that uh, David Cameron... Mm-hmm. David, no, James, James Cameron, Cameron is going to do a True Lives TV David show. Cameron was a PM. I'd like, I'd like to jump <laughs> back I would in. like to see David Cameron's True Lives. Oh, no, wait, we I'd, already did, didn't we? I'd, I'd like to jump back one. And he shagged a pig. I'd like to jump back one. To get onto your news. May yeah. I jump back one? Jump back one. So, Miss News. Jamie Lee, does she have a penis or not? Let's all watch that scene from True, True Lies again. Just to find out Curtis is back, baby. Yep. That's she... right. She In in um, the quote-unquote last Halloween movie. Yeah, right. Um, Till the reboot! Again! It's going to be directed by David Gordon Green. And he's the guy that's done Pineapple Express, Your Highness, and episodes of Eastbound and Down. And for some so it's reason, got a pedigree of horror to this. And for some reason, also co-writing the script and helping it along is a guy called Danny McBride. Oh, for the love of... Danny McBride's doing... Danny the McBride yeah. is co-writing the Halloween movie, right? Along with his best friend, David Gordon Green, who did Pineapple Express. What was Danny McBride in? And also did Your Highness. What was Danny McBride in? And Eastbound and Down. What was Danny McBride in? Is he... Um, this guy is Danny McBride, which Evan Goldblum is to Seth Rogen. They're yeah. the, the writing actor duo. But so, so they're redoing. Really Evan Goldberg's good at his job. 
So they're redoing uh, Halloween and, yeah. quote, little else is known about this movie except that they will not be doing a horror comedy or a reboot. It has been promised that it will be a straight-up horror in the same vein as the original. Not originals, the original. Now, I talk about this because Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in this. So speaking of German, uh, Jamie Lee Germany Curtis... Germany Lee Curtis. Speaking of Germany Lee Curtis... <laughs> yeah. She definitely does not have a schnauzer. Yeah, well, my, my Myers. So speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies, Carl! So, yes. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be returning to Halloween. <laughs> no, the True Lies news! Oh, the True Lies. Because no. she was in True Lies oh, as well! Okay. I'm trying to set up a thing! I'm done. I've had enough. I'm going home. Seven hours of rehearsal! But you told me it was Burns Tibbet Pebbles <laughs> in English, Carl, in English. Yeah. Right, so Terry speaking of Jimmy Lee Curtis that's all I have, is and James True Cam Lies, is James DC TV regular Mark Guggenheim is developing a TV series oh. based on the movie True Lies with McGee and James Cameron's executive producers. What the fuck, Carl? What the fuck? I know, I can't believe McGee's still working. It actually does say, what the fuck, Carl, what the fuck. No, he does, book. he does write his explanations <laughs> in those notes. The plan is for a one-hour drama pilot and see which studio, <clears throat> Netflix, picks it up. Do you have True. any other news about Jamie True Lies? No. I literally had, I literally had that she's coming back to Halloween. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying, can I jump back to the beginning? Yeah. You've ruined it, Carl. On to the rest of your miscue. I heard John Carpenter's happy with the Halloween thing as it's going along. Yeah. Yes. I heard some sort of rumour he might even score it as well. I have heard that he's scoring it as well. Yeah. He's not going to. Well, he's got another Why? He, he runs the for Halloween in literally three he's hours. He's, he's touring next year with his band again, which I, I do recommend. It's a really good show for... He's playing the music from the films. He's playing his own music. Just, he's playing just, the music <laughs> from the films. Just Why play, just play that music. fucking Big Trouble in Little China oh, at the end no, credits, and that's all there is. No, no, he, do, he, do, he, do, he plays a, me a melody of all the songs from the movies. Yeah, but that's... But that's it's just, it's like... Of all the films I've done with Kurt, with Kurt Russell, I gotta say it's gotta be the one where you're looking for a girl with green eyes and just just audience loses his shit. <laughs> he's he's referencing Christine. Um, <laughs> or at least he doesn't just look at Kurt Russell and want to burst into singing Starman. I don't understand why he hasn't done Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear? Because they're not every time that we're near. Because he's named John Carpenter and Karen Carpenter. I, I, I got the joke. And also, while he's on tour, it was he's not to emulate Karen Carpenter. <sighs> Birds will suddenly appear, but they don't because they also saw Ghosts of Mars. Uh -huh. uh -huh. This this next bit of news was a contender for Weird Thing of the Week. Um, Could have been a contender. Um, have you, um, episode... <laughs> All right, Pee Wee A recent episode of Rick and Morty was uh, Rest and Relaxation, which was the episode with Toxic Rick. Yes. Toxic Rick and Morty. Are you up to date with Rick and Morty? Uh, as far as Netflix is, I am. So, so you you, you the, with the green slime Toxic Rick? No, no. We just had literally on Netflix, we just done the one with the uh, the stories on the Citadel. Yeah, then that's the episode beforehand, Rest and Rick's Annotation. Yes, that's the episode we're up to on Netflix. All right, then. So he hasn't seen it yet, is what he's trying I'm to I'm talking explain. three episodes back, so it's on Netflix. Which one? Which one? Which one? With the, when they go to the spa, you know, they they go on that mission, was going to be 20 minutes, and then it's... Um, a, a oh, fuck it, yeah, right, 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 With right. Toxic Rick and Morty. The green, oh, the shit, yeah, 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 yeah. Although, yeah. isn't Toxic Rick at the app, for a when they When they're driving in the spaceship, Rick Morty puts on a radio song called, and it's playing a song called Terry Folds, which plays over the 
the trailer. Yeah, so that's become a meme of look, we've just come back from a festival and all the memes have literally just drowned out that episode. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but but um the song Terry Folds is number thirty-three in the rock billboard charts. Get the fuck Because up. of Rick and Morty. Because of Rick and Morty. Terry Folds. Yeah. You know, lick my sweaty fairy folds. Terry <laughs> Folds. Terry Folds. In your mouth, you in piece your of mouth. shit. You piece of shit. Terry Folds. <laughs> It's very much akin to them trying to stave off the big giant head. Yeah, but it's... it's no, incoming message from, from the, the big, big giant oh, head. <laughs> incoming message. Who was... What are you so... was excellently played by, by William, William, Shatner. William Shatner for that. What are you so scared of, French Stewart? Why are your eyes so narrow? What, what are you Squints at everything, suspicious of all. And I like him when he occasionally appears randomly in whatever show that was like... Is oh, he still alive? Yeah. Oh, he died years ago. My French Stewart's still alive. I got told he died years ago under a New Jersey turnpike after choking himself to death after he had uh, intervaginal and anal sex with a hooker and a transient. I mean, that's not true, but you'd believe it if you had yeah, 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 yeah. With French Stewart, I would absolutely believe it, but uh, no, yeah, still alive. I've always wanted to try to get the word vaginal on this yeah, podcast. It's like Winona Rodder's pinball ball trick, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's terrifying. Oh, I once saw a movie where he wasn't squinting; his eyes were fully open. It was fully bizarre. Yeah. Was it? Was it eyes wide open? No, it wasn't. It was which a, is the prequel to Eyes Wide Shut. A film called Give Him Hell Malone, which should have been better Get than out. what it was. And he played a crooner, and he actually used the phrase "suck my Sinatra" in it. Oh, I remember that. He's yeah, in, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the third direct-to-video Home Alone movie, Home Alone Four. No. He didn't use the phrase "suck my Sinatra" in Home Alone Four. All right, my bad. No, I even mentioned the name of the film. Yeah, so it's in No, no, no. You need to listen, Carl. I'm checking out the bits and notes because I've got to tell more news, Dan. You've got more news, have you, Carl? Yes. Huh. Like, um, keep, keep your calendars open, gentlemen, for May 17th, 2019, because that's when we're going to get John Wick Chapter 3. Confirmed. Yeah. Which will be, literally, the co- I can see the <laughs> subtitle being called Escape from New York. Considering, considering, considering how the last movie ends, yeah. have not seen the last movie. I will. I will. will not, I won't say anything. <laughs> just I, I does does Keanu was... kill most people? No, not most people. <laughs> no. no, more than some. Or the kill. The kill count is nearly double that of the previous movie. But yeah, the title, the subtitle of this one should be John Wick Three. You wanted it. You got it. Now enjoy it, bitches. But a few months before that, in January, you, in January 2019, we are going to get the new Hellboy, and we have seen our first photos of this new Hellboy. Yes, we've seen, we've seen a photo. I'm still not convinced it isn't Ron Perlman in God. Aye, it's <laughs> frightening. <laughs> Fucking good, though, isn't it? It does look good. It does look good, but... I'm not as worried now. I, I was never really worried. I'm kind of curious, because Del Toro's Hellboy is really... a. Uh, Visually accurate. and thematically, th- yeah, not just visually accurate. I mean, overall, the reason why Del Toro's Hellboy was so accurate was because um, he had um, Mike Minola, Mike Minola alongside. Oh him god, yeah, 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 and he was allowed to look at Mike Minola's well, those books, rumors, stuff that Mike Minola hadn't even published. But and what they've said is with this Hellboy one, mm-hmm. even though Mike Minola's, uh, even though uh, Guillermo Del Toro's not attached, and mm-hmm. even though Ron Perlman's not attached, Mike Minola is attached, and he said. I will be the same as I was in the other two. Every step of the way, I'll be alone here. So that's why it doesn't surprise me that thematically, this looks spot on. And what I like as well about this is, sorry, you're going to have to forgive my ramble and Mm. my rant, Carl. Mm. I am one of the biggest Hellboy fans you'll ever fucking meet. I know, I've seen you crow. Right? Um, um, (laughs) I I have a tattoo on my arm of a raven, not a crow. Um, 
and that's taken straight from uh, Mike Minola's uh, sketchbooks. Mm -hmm. um, I like this picture because it's Hellboy. Now, I love Ron Perlman. I love Ron Perlman, Perlman deeply and wholeheartedly, and I'd love to go for a beer with him. I'd, I'd, I'd love for him just to punch me in the face, to be honest with you. Um, but have you noticed how much he's aged recently? He was... What do you mean recently? You mean recently? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's looked like, 40 since he was 20. So it's I, not surprising that he looks I mean, 80 he's, now. He's like his face is like sunken a little yeah. bit. Like he's Dave, David Harbour, like so the new guy a playing uh, Hellboy, mm. is round about the same age, ironically, as it were, that Hellboy is in the comics when he becomes the notoriety. Because even though he's called Hellboy, mm. he's, he's in the late 30s, early 40s, old yeah, man. Yeah. And I like this picture because his hair's down. It's where I get really nervous yeah. and geeky. His hair's down. You see in the first album movies, his hair's always started at yeah. the top now. Right? In the comics, he doesn't have any hair, really. He also doesn't have any feet, if you look carefully, because Mike Minola used to hate drawing his feet. Mm. Not because they had... Um, uh, what's his face drawing and he can't draw feet? No. Deadpool guy. Mm. Oh, Rob Liefeld. Rob yeah, Liefeld, Rob Liefeld yeah. can't draw feet either. But no, it's also Mike Minola used to hate drawing feet as well. When he used to do the sketches of Hellboy for uh, conventions, he'd always have Hellboy standing in some mist or in some shadows because he hated doing the feet. He used yeah, to, that he used works. To, he used to go to the bottom half of the body, he's like, hate drawing. Just because it's just weird, bizarre and weird. Does he have human yeah. feet? Finding ways not to draw feet. Good. Drawing feet freakishly weird. Bad. Bad. Mm. So I'm really, really looking forward to this and interested in this because David Arbat, I think, is brilliant because not only does he look like Hellboy, as I've been saying for ages, the, the minute I watched the first episode of Stranger Things, I was like, he could play Hellboy. Mm. Also, I did always used to think that you could de-age and buff up Ted Danson. He'd be a good Hellboy as well. Yeah, I could see that. I think it would be vocally wrong, but oh no, he's good. I'd be interested because all we got now is just one shot of Hellboy against a dark background. Now, one of the things that I thought visually played off, especially in the first Hellboy that worked so well, is the the color palette and the cinematography yeah. of, mm. of Abe and Hellboy against everything else. Yeah, they stand out so brightly, and they're also contrast against each if other. You look at, if you look at the color palette of most Hellboy comics, if you look at the uh, color palette of most of the BPRD comics as well, it's all uh, blocky it's lines and bright colors. There's, there's a lot it's of black, black, blacks and bright colors. There's a lot of scarlet is. red. There's a lot of uh, aquamarine blue. Not just for the characters of Hellboy and Ibe Sapien, and also. Um, Oh, actually, the they've actually toned down Abe. If you well. go from the beginning of BPRD and look at um, Abe now, they've actually toned his colour down because it's apparently they're showing his ageing. Yeah, yeah. And as he ages the vitality, he, he will lose it from the beginning. Yeah. Pigmentation in his skin. Hmm. I'm really looking forward to this. Really. And also, another thing that's piqued my interest in this, have you seen who else is in the cast? Uh, yes, because uh, 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 Edge of Shrieking's step back from being the web panther character, can't forget, remember the character's name, you're better at this, the guy in the BPRD, he's playing Colonel... Uh, 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 not Toroto, because that's a movie my neighbour, Toroto, yeah. but he plays a, a Japanese soldier, yeah. uh, Colonel, who happens to be a were panther. panther. Um, oh, is that the, that's the role Ed Screen dropped out? Ed yeah, Screen yeah, dropped yeah. out of it, rightly so, because he wasn't told by the producers. No, he wasn't, no, was he? That the character he's playing is Asian. They went, here's a really kick-ass character for you to play. No, here's a, here's a role for you in the new Hellboy movie. And he went, fuck yeah, I've just done really good in Hell and uh, Daredevil. Uh, not Daredevil. Dead, I keep doing that. Deadpool. Deadpool. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. And then he read some of the comics and went, hang on. Well... This man appears to be... He mentioned Asian. it after the public outcry. Now, I say good for him for stepping down. Mm. But it, the timing of it was kind of as soon as everyone noticed and made a big thing about it on the internet, he's kind of like, well, I'm not going to do this now. Yeah. It's like, but, but, eh, if they didn't, but, would you have done it? Would you have realised? How long ago before you Before would you would have, yeah, realised. Yeah. But also, on top of that as well, uh, Miloš Jovic, mm -hmm. uh, of the you know Resident Evil fame, is playing an evil sorceress bent on revenge. 
Now that's not going to be the Witch Queen and the Blood Queen, uh, Blood Queen from uh, the Hellboy series. They've said this is a completely different, separate story. It's going to draw on the other s- stories of Hellboy, as the first two movies did. But what I'm more excited about is Lovejoy's in it. Oh really? Ian fucking McShane. Oh, Ian McShane's playing the is playing Professor Broom in this one. He Professor is actually Broom playing this one. one. Yeah, that's great. Because I, I, I that said, that's I, was, I, was, I was talking about this ages ago to other nerds. I'm sorry, Jack. I know other nerds. So I really hope when he was first released uh, that he was going to be playing somebody in Hellboy. I was like, I really hope he's playing Professor Broom. And it's they're like, yeah, casting. yeah, he's playing Professor Broom. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. I'll oh, we'll still be sat there waiting for him to call Hellboy a fucking cocksucker. Just at, just at the end of it, <laughs> just at the end of it, Hellboy will be swearing at technically his dad for ages, and just Ian McShane's Professor Broom's gonna turn around and go, "Oh fuck off, you cocksucker!" I wipe with his big red right hand because ah. it'll hurt, you know, it's like gravel. It's not good. Gravel. You can't hold the. You don't want gravel right. up your cabriolet. No. You don't know. Is that gonna be become a ref- uh, referring? Well, I I can kind of use it now, considering the guy who used it from what culture has announced he's leaving, plus everybody else from what culture has announced. Yeah, everyone seems to be leaving what culture. That's shocking, isn't it? Podcast about the podcast. So does that mean the what culture demands up for grabs? I think we should get. No, no, the the company's still there. It's just all their all their 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 talents left. left. Yeah, yes, it's it's like WCW raiding WWF in nineteen ninety three and four. Yes, exactly. There we go. We got another wrestling. Um, the uh, a news uh, announcement of directors coming back to franchises. J.J. Abrams will be returning to Star Wars for duh, episode nine. Cut into the Beastie Boys. <sighs> yeah, you get that. Is that your view on the whole? Yeah, thing? yeah. Disney is slowly making me stop caring about Star Wars. They did a pretty fucking good job with the last I two movies. I used to get really excited, and I honestly God remember being excited when they announced the Phantom Menace. And that first poster came out of little Down syndrome heady boy, the Haley Joel Osmond. Was it Haley Joel Osmond? No, but a very close approximation. Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah, but let's forget about what. Are that. you Santa? But that. Are you the tooth fairy? <laughs> yeah. But can you read my mind? <laughs> of him walking down, it was the poster. Oh, the shadow with the Vader's. Shadow yeah. Vader's shadow I was it, yeah. so excited. I thought, yes, Star Wars is back. I, I cannot wait. Turns out I could wait. <laughs> we I could wait for a we all two movies, wait. five years, more shit, and then, you know, the last one. Because <laughs> I don't class Rogue One as a Star Wars movie. Yeah, that, uh, the thing is, right, I would... No, I, it's, I, a fantastic, I it's a fantastic season the, movie. I lived through all the prequels things, we all going out, and lived in hope and lived in hope, and the third one is probably like, oh, it's the best of a bad bunch, it has some moments here or there, but it's, yeah. yeah it's like you go, you can sit through them, but you can't love them. It's, but, like, it's like you're going, I didn't get gonorrhea, I just got a bit of carpet burn. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the worst yeah. thing I, I don't. I don't mind the carpet burn again, Yeah. but I don't want to get that close to it. Yeah. yeah. But... But yeah, um, what was it? Force Awakens was okay. I've only watched it the once. I actually own it on Blu-ray. It's never came out the cellophane. I just it was fun seeing. It was cool. Okay, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But for the ones Rogue, that lasted. Rogue One, I did not care for. And I do like Daisy Ridley. Mm. I think she's good as Rip. I think she's very good. I because think she is. What, she's she's she got is a really exactly good screen what presence. She's meant yeah. to be. She's a blank slate until we know what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. 
We'll, we'll see, and we'll get really, really good kind of body language and facial features going on to act with. Yeah. If you go back, and even if you just watch the trailers, you just see like her facial expressions, the stuff going on, and, and her running about. And according to Mark Hamill, we will be getting a episode eight trailer next month, voiced by the Joker. Possibly. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. That's a very weak Brian Blessed. Gordon's alive. It's a weaker Brian. Yes, there we go. What, Luke is alive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, spare me, pish posh, with your terrible Joker impressions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the award goes to... <laughs> oh, maybe you'll get an Emmy. John Landis has come out and said that he doesn't... Even he doesn't want his son to remake American Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's got to be an Oh, awkward, my God. That's got to be this an was a, This was another contender dinner. for worst weird thing of the week, but it's no, not no, no, weird. No, no, no. You it were makes, right in what you said yeah. to begin with. Worst thing of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that could but, only have been better if he said Leonard Moulton's son has phoned him up and said, please don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, John has said that um, he did try and convince his son not to do the project, but if anyone's going to do it, he would rather it be his he, son. He, God, he, can he, he put the training wheels on? It's like, son, son, go and remake American Werewolf in Paris. He's Please, already, he's, God, remake he, American Werewolf. No, he said at least it's going to be better than American, American Werewolf in Paris, which was shit. I can just imagine John Landers going, I'll get you that pony you wanted for Christmas. <laughs> Just it's, it's, it's Max no, no, Max, no, 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 that's Max not a nice he, way to talk about Liger for Christmas. He probably got one as well. Yeah. But it's just Look, the fact that he's, he's, come, he's come out during a Q&A and said, no, not, I don't even, not even I want my son doing this movie. Just <laughs> send him to his fucking room! <laughs> Which one? The one in LA, the one in France, the one in, you know, Bosnia? The France! One, that way France. if he gets out, he can remake American World in Paris! Of course it's all coming together. To, to quote uh, an often spoken of, but never actually uh, appearance of our good friend Mr Paul Davis. yes Max Landis is a good guy yeah that's it that's, that's the quote <laughs> I'm uh, not saying I'm not saying Paul said that I'm not saying he didn't I'm just saying I've heard that you know, no. um, have you guys seen the photos of Remy Malek as uh, Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic no but does he have a moustache he does have a moustache then we're 70% the way there does he look like Borat? Uh, no. no. Then we're 80% of the way there. Uh, Mark Hamill's Bohemian Rhapsody I like. Uh, Mama oh, oh. just killed a man. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> I want to ride my white sickle. That's the photo. Oh, pictures. Which one's which? Visual yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Very funny. Podcast. Alright, that is quite incredible. They've Although got, that actually more looks like here's a picture of Freddie Mercury and here is a ceremonial plate that if you send away for uh, 35 99 Well, there was a clip... They've got a man who's clearly got a second stage mus muscular dystrophy playing Eddie Murphy. That's pretty much. Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy? Freddie Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> you press that? No, Freddie it's Murphy! Him. It's him from earlier on. Yeah. It's what goes around him. comes around. Yeah. Comes around. But, um, What's his order boot? It's going to be dealing from the. Um, it will deal from. From the moment he got the horrific news that. No, from the story. start of the band through Live, live A2, obviously, until his uh, death. Do we know who's going to be playing Brian May's hair? They've not announced it, but apparently Catherine Tate is in talks. Okay. I think it should be Adam Driver. 
Well, playing as the Adam head. Driver to play uh, as the head. Brian May. Two piece. First of all, Brian May, and then his head. Well, yeah, that's what you, you said. Who's playing Brian May's head? You know, no, no. You know the way that Tom Hardy did both the credits. Adam Driver to play. <laughs> that was purely a rumor. Yeah, Adam, Adam Driver <laughs> to play both Brian May and his head. He'll clean up at the Oscars. Um. They or the the this is also a contender for weird thing of the week. They're going to be bringing back um at rebooting uh the great America the Great American Hero. If you guys remember that TV show, the guy who had the super suit with all the powers, but he lost the instruction manual. No. So you've never seen the Great American Hero. No. When was this? What year? What year are we talking about? About the eighties, early eighties. It rings a bell. Like it was a red suit. It does. This this was like below Auto Man in terms of eighties, though. Wasn't yeah, yeah, it? No, no. yeah. It's this... one of those things. It didn't last very long, but it, it had a really interesting premise to it. But um, it's being remade, but uh, rebooted, but with a female lead. Ah. Oh. So it's one of the. It's another treatment of. Um, well, no take... one. If no one can remember the original, then who's going to care about it changing up to be a woman? There'll be somebody on the internet who goes, "I can't believe that this sacred series from the eighties is being me- remade with a woman." Well, because yeah. women can't act, well, their no. vaginas get in the way of the lines. What's wrong with people? No, the lights in the light. No, it'll fuck up. Like, remember when they got Michelle Ryan from EastEnders to play like the six million dollar man? Oh, when they redid the bio. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, we can rebuild her. We can make her stronger. We just, just don't, don't want to spend... get a bit angry. So you know, maybe give us some nice shoes. And we don't know. And, who uh, might, and we don't know. Who stick a food is. processor and a blender on the arm. <laughs> Um, they, uh, they, that's the end of the misc news so I will throw it over to Dan for a new segment of the show that I'm not allowed to know about gentlemen I present to you a new segment of the show I would like to call this week on Cage Watch <laughs> Cage Watch Nick Cage continues to pay off his gigantic tax bill with yeah you guessed it another movie yeah yeah he's doing about six in the space of two months and the plot is as Bafflingly bullshit filled as it is brilliant. It's all you could hope. So, are you all ready? Are you all comfortable? Yep, tell me what Nick's up to this week. Oscar winning Nick. Oscar winning. On the Oscar winning. Oh my god, it's the ghost of Stuart Green has just appeared on the podcast. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't win it for fucking hair, he wanted to act. I thought I could smell beard oil. Nicholas Cage plays Frank Walsh. I know, not the best wacky name he's ever had, but come on, bear with me here, kids, right? Frank Walsh is a legendary big game tracker, not hunter. There is a distinction. He only captures the animals and spends, makes sure that they spend a lifetime in servitude in a zoo than slaughtering them outright, because that's somehow better. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's captured all these exotic animals for all these different zoos around the world, including... A rare white jaguar from the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And he's taken this rare white jaguar from the Amazon and put it on a shipping freighter from Greece. Because, you so know, rare white jaguars in the Amazon are often found in the middle of the fucking Greek islands. And he's got all these animals that he's captured on this big shipping freighter coming from Greece. And in the middle of all of this... For some reason, there is a political assassin being held by the CEA, secretly aboard the freighter. And for some reason, he escapes! I know! How strange is that? Ace Ventura meets Snake Eyes. Right? So, <laughs> this political assassin escapes his guards and releases all of the wild animals, 
including the rare white Jaguar from the Amazon. Which is amazing, really, because if Nicholas Cage had bought a Jaguar on Amazon, he wouldn't be in such a tax-fucked-up state that he was there. That's true, very much. <laughs> so Frank Walsh must save the crew, save the animals, and kill the lunatic on the loose. So first of all, Jaguars are an endangered species. They're on the endangered species list, so you cannot legally capture them and put them in zoos. And two, I think it's about time we put Nicholas Cage on the endangered list so that the taxman doesn't stuff him and mount him and put him in a museum. It's just come to me, do you realise what this fucking film is? This is Nicolas Cage does Die Hard on Noah's Ark. The money! You might as well print it yourself, it'll come flooding in. They came to buy two, and I killed them four by four. Mm. So, gentlemen, that was this week on Cage Watch. Thank you. Uh, I, I like Cage Watch. And when, when there are announcements for Nick Cage movies, we will bring Cage Watch back. But we'll go on to another recurring segment on this show, which is Carl's Weird Thing of the Week. I've been away for a while. Yeah. I've not sang you a song. Nah. <laughs> and I'm tired. Nah. So I don't think I should sing you a song this week. Okay. That's... I think I should just let you go into Carl's Weird Thing of the Week. Well, you could just drum it on the arms of the chair. If you want to. Sure? Are you <laughs> sure? Yeah, I can fine. do this? All right. Roll Sorry, I'm suddenly filled with the power to sing. I didn't even know. I didn't even bother. I could have said anything then. Carl's with him. Don't worry, your record for longest podcast. Carl's. Carl's with him. So very, very weird. Carl's with Of the week. The week. There'll be cows with things. That's enough. In the valley this week. Roald Dahl originally wrote Charlie Bucket <laughs> to be black in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was revealed in um, archival uh, original draftings of the, of the book that Charlie was depicted as a young black vagabond. And, well, the, only the, reason, the, and, and the only reason it was changed to white was literally a conversation with his agent. So what, the whole family or he would? The whole family would have been. Yeah, when they did the movie, that whole get out the fucking bed or, or like claim benefits would have been a bit awkward if that had stayed, wouldn't mm. it? But it was, it was... That is fucking weird. It is weird. Especially what what you uh, about the era what? that book was written as well that seems, yeah but it's, that could have been very ahead of so its then, time. But yeah. add, add on top of that, Ron Dahl's original depiction of the Oompa Loompas. Were oh, I see where you're going there. So what? so what you're saying is basically Roald Dahl was one of the secret greatest racists of the age. You did see you only lived twice, didn't you? Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. He yeah. wrote every bit of those arsehole bits of dialogue. Well, here we go. Every single one. That means the man behind the Get Out, or sorry, Get Out, which was Keenan Peel? Yeah, uh, that was uh, uh, Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. I, I thought Keenan Peel was one person, so I saw them both in the same room to go. No, there's, there's Jordan Peel and Keegan Michael Key. I kind of like him. Anyway, um, Keegan Michael Key does Luther the Anger Translator. He's going to be all over this. We're going to get a remake. We're going to get a modern-day exploitation version of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. 
Except they won't be. They've already done. They, they, they've done. They did a parody of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, in, no, that in, was the that was the porno you showed me on my birthday last year and told me. And we I just have Charlie. That was Willy Wanker and the Chocolate Factory. We just have Charlie and the Black Exploitation Factory. And I believe yeah. the words you whispered in my ears, you struck my back. Were trust me, Dan, you'll like it. I didn't so, like it. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very difficult to cook a souffle, though. I mean, yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of practice. So he was going to be black. Yeah. The whole family was going to be black. Yeah. And the I studios... assume that the rest of the other kids, they would have been white, so you would have actually had like a minority black child from a poor family triumphing over that, which is, you know, That's again, again, for its time as that well. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. And the fact this is, if, if it was American as well, saying, yeah, but it was read as well. But it's not; it's English, which again, it's like uh, it, just seems, it seems a little bit more out there. Yeah, for it the being time, a UK yeah. sitting at, at the yeah. time. If it was an American American writer doing it at that time, it kind of like oh right, okay. Mm. But because of the UK, yeah, thing, yeah, it just, I think, it just English, a bit I think the English brand of racism was also as good as the American brand of racism. Oh yeah, just like yeah, we didn't have the nice outfits. We did, oh, but we, we had an oh, empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were nice outfits, were they, Carl? Well, so you like them? Did you, Carl? Yes. Yes, I like the outfits of the Klansmen. Cheers, Dan. You said not me. <laughs> I was being ironic when I said nice. Oh, well, yeah, they passed that, like, washing so powder thing. So you Dan, 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 let's just agree. It's time for Netflix News! Uh, we'll start off Carl's with... not a racist. We'll start off with the... It's mainly trailers It's for Netflix this week. There's not been a lot of a news now. So we'll start off with the... Two Punisher teasers, because I didn't realise another teaser was released when I asked you guys to watch the trailer. Have you seen the, I see, yeah, yeah, the military right. one? I watched yeah, it yeah, all, yeah. because it's <laughs> the Punisher. And now we will defer to our guest, the our very special guest, on the history and all the reasons behind these trailers about the Punisher. Mr. You are John more Burton. knowledgeable on Punisher storylines than I am. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we don't get a whole bunch from these trailers, to be honest. It's very the the first trailer, the one that came out with the, the with the blacked out with the blacked out um, military documents to make. It yeah, start. that's all kind of tying into the stuff from Daredevil season two. Um, but it also does hint on like a uh, with Micro and stuff like that. Who we are. There is stuff. Well, obviously, you know, we were left with Daredevil at the end of season two, but he's got the the CD ROM mm-hmm. or DVD ROM, whatever. Depends how up to date he was. Of, and of, Micro of is Micro. In, Micro is his weapons supplier. Isn't it, it is the weapons supplier. Yeah. Now he isn't will... he called Weasel? No, that's no, no, Daredevil. that's. No, that's Deadpool. Don't, Deadpool, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not the only one that does it. You engineered that. We both that. do it. You absolutely engineered and Doctor. manipulated that. Doctor. Doctor. You, Doctor. No, Doctor. You get that? You get that? Um, fair enough. But um, uh, the other bit of news that I have regarding the Punisher is that the Punisher series will feature the Battle Band. Oh, yes. Yeah. How I would like to see because the Battleman is very, very much a nineties thing. If you want to see it, it's most ridiculous. Watch the Punisher in Spider Man, the nineties animated show. Yeah, yeah. With all the voice activated, Battleman, just fire a fucking bazooka at that <laughs> building. Whatever the shit. <laughs> it was literally good just gone, then, Battleman, fuck that shit up. <laughs> Trade tra- tra- us aside, there is one other bit of news for it that was dropped a couple of days ago, and that is the fact that Turk is going to be. In yes, Turk is going to make an appearance. Is he just going to be the, the weekly stuntman in this? Like, every week he gets really hurt. Yeah, good. That's what Turk does. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> he, well, Turk hand. says a lot of things. Oh, I've seen a lot of things. Seriously, man. Turk's, gets, Turk's he, in he a shot. Any, any reference to Frank's run... Doesn't he get, like, his hand Frank broken? Run. He gets, like, kicked in the face. He gets pushed... 
Oh, when he shows up, in, when he shows up in Avengers and defeats Thanos, at one point apparently, yeah. doesn't he legitimately get pushed off the building? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. he gets fucked up, man. And props to the guy playing Turk for dealing with this shit without going. It's about time I actually, you know. Yeah, but that's the character. That's the character of Turk. He constantly yeah. gets the shit kicked out of it. There's uh, the next trailer uh, is um, the up uh, Netflix has done a trailer called Netflix is a joke. <laughs> where they awesome. have they have inserted um, stand up comedians, comedians in into particular Netflix shows. scenes of incredibly well known, incredibly well renowned Netflix shows. So you've got like Helen DeGeneres shows up in, in the, the Crown. Crown. Um, Dave Chappelle shows up in Stranger Things. Chris Rock shows up in Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld shows up in House of Cards. That was the one I thought was best. I think because that's the one that didn't even look CGI'd. Yeah, <laughs> that was either like they'd shot that again. Yeah, and Jerry Seinfeld I was, like, was Is this there. an outtake or did they just give Kevin Spacey, you know, twelve million dollars for two minutes work? No, it, for me, it was it's just Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock freaking out on the can breaks. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No! Oh! Oh! No! 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 <laughs> Fuck! And I read this that. Is, and this trailer is to announce that this month we will get the third and final Dave Chappelle stand-up, the new Chris Ross stand-up, Jerry Seinfeld one has already been released on Netflix, and the new and a new Energy Generous. It stand-up. always takes me kind of by surprise that I always forget that Jerry Seinfeld was a stand-up comedian. Oh, he's not only he's, he's a stuff- stand-up comedian, but a bloody good stand-up comedian because well, he's the, all... the 11 years of a TV show where he played a stand-up comedian called Jerry Seinfeld didn't give it away well no because I always find I always <laughs> what's find the deal but, but which I always never found, said exactly but I always found Seinfeld to be that whole what's the deal with aeroplane food kind of thing but you watch Seinfeld stand-up and you're like he's, no, he's incredibly he's fucking very funny. sharp as well as being funny and the f- why he hasn't been given something like the day to day or the Tonight Show? He has because he he played himself for so yeah, long in yeah. a TV show That's that the, was named the after him. Mm. He is synonymous with just the characters himself. And like I said, that Seinfeld is an absolutely brilliant show, but he does play himself, and it is just a slightly which more exaggerated then, version of it. Which yeah. then became, which then gave us Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. Well, the you idea can. of it stemmed from there, obviously, like. No, the that was more of a Larry David thing than it was Seinfeld. Oh, I agree, but if the thing is though, if you watch the the, the original uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm pilot, which was called Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm, which all set up as like I want to do my own show and everything, and it would just be this, which is going to be him doing a stand up special in the diner, and then the diner will turn round to the brick wall that Jerry Seinfeld does his thing, and it will show Larry David, the guy behind Seinfeld. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the, the whole point. You've, you've noticed the quality dip in Seinfeld with Larry David left yes, yes, Seinfeld. I will always say this, there's that wonderful moment where um, Larry David in Kirby Enthusiasm is in a supermarket listening to other people's conversations. Mm. And that face he pulls where he wants to comment but he can't. Mm. That's my face on a <laughs> constant basis, listening to other people speak. Really, I thought you were... You, you're you're more like the uh, sniffing out a lie, Larry David. Face like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Beloved cunt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I charged $50 by the lady, what do you want from me? Uh, but uh, I, out of the ones, out of the specials that they've announced, I think the two I'm most looking forward to is the final Dave Chappelle and the yes. Chris Rock. 
As, as much as I like Jerry Seinfeld, I have always been a bigger well, fan of the other two. we haven't spoken about Dominic O'Mara. Sorry, we haven't spoken about Ellen DeGeneres yet. I'm not a huge fan of Ellen's stand-up. I've watched a few of them, and I, I've even watched the entirety of her sitcom, and I'm still not laughing. Still one of the most amazing things on TV. Oh, no, groundbreaking for, for what DeGeneres it was. to come out on TV. Yeah, yeah. No, right, the, episode, the, episode, the episode where she came out the following week, she announced... She um, also announced that she Because nobody knew she was going to do that. Like, mm. the entire production studio was under wraps as to what the series was going to be about. They thought it was going to be another regular Ellen TV series. And she actually came out on the TV series to her production company and to the actors and to the cast. And then the week later, she came out and went, I'm gay. And at the time in America, you had 80% of America went, Well, burn her at the stake because she's clearly a witch! It's a similar thing. It's an incredibly powerful It's a similar thing, thing with uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He announced he came out as gay during the first season of um, What? Neil Patrick Harris came out as gay as during the first. What? Why do you? Oh, sorry. N P H. Sorry, my bad. Um, no, N P H um, came out as gay during the first season of How I Met Your Mother after playing the over because uh, he because he was playing the overmatching character of uh, Barney Simpson. N P H is gay. Yeah. But he wears a suit so well, and he made love to all those women. Yeah, that didn't happen then. <laughs> it did. I saw it. No, no, it didn't. But, but he knows magic. Did you see penis in the vagina? Then it didn't happen. He closes his eyes. He sees it. Oh, yeah. every time. Every ah. time. But then you also got that thing. Ellen Page came out, and everyone just went, "Yep." No. Yep. Same with MPH. Yeah. No, good thing. Well, no, everyone just went, "Yep." This is not a surprise, but no. Um, the last trailer. The last trailer is for um, an, uh, sound, a sound of I've fallen love in recent years. Nick Kroll's new animated show, um, Big Mouth, which uh, looks like the weirdest animated show. F F Give, is for family. Bulljack Horseman, Archer, yeah. Bob's Burgers, fucking Rick and Morty, Gravity Falls, Rick and Morty, The Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad have a lot to answer for. Yeah. Because I never thought I never thought in my 31 years on this planet that I would see a talking cartoon vagina. <laughs> and gentlemen, not just a talking cartoon vagina, a 14-year-old girl's talking cartoon vagina. And this sits well with you? No, it doesn't sit well what with me. What the fuck? It's Nick it's Big Mouth. It's Nick Kroll basically bit, uh, taking a bit from his Nick the Kroll show, which was this kind I of was... uh, this kind of sketch comedy, and just running with it as a premise for a series. I watched this trailer. and I was going, all right, so it's another uh, animated TV series aimed at adults. All right, it'll be funny. There'll be some crass humour. There'll be some slapstick and whatnot because you can get away with a bit more on cartoons. I, no, a la, a la Rick and Morty. Oh, are you the puberty fairer? What the fuck you call me? Mm. No, I'm the hormone goblin. Yeah. Monster. Monster, sorry. Hormone I'm the hormone monster. monster. I'm gonna give your friend a nocturnal mission. Yeah. What I, the fuck? Everything of this trailer, I'm watching it but going... But to be fair, excellent casting of Jason Manzoukas. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> but I'm going, what the... Seriously? Watching it, what's it about then? Is it about two friends? Who it's about a group of friends together? as they're going through puberty. Oh, but, but is it about two friends going through puberty? Or is it about no, two about friends several, hating several. each other? Or is it about a group of friends? Or is it, or is it about the monsters themselves? I've never watched a trailer that quickly where my brain has done a fucking flip-flop going, this is terrible, this is awesome, this is terrible. 14-year-old girl's cartoon vagina. Dude, what the fuck? 
I personally loved it. I thought it was I, 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 I thought it was great. This gorgeous. should have been your weird thing of the week. No, because no, 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 this is great. No, no, this and is this doesn't, and to, as this much doesn't top it, Charlie Bucket being black. Right, and I'm, as, I'm, much as, <laughs> as much as this freaks me out, I'm going to watch You're it. You're going to watch it? I th- I think this is actually genius. Yeah. Like, yeah. I assume that everyone on the planet has as dark a sense of humour as I do now. The one thing that everyone Hello. has in common... Hello. Good evening. Hello. 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 Um, <laughs> one thing everyone has in common is they went through puberty. Yeah. And... Okay, yeah, sorry, weird again, fucking shit that can be going on. back to what I was talking on. about uh, with the uh, X, X-Force movie. X. New Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah, going through puberty is fucking terrifying. I didn't think it would be this fucking terrifying. Hmm. You want to scream at your mother and listen to Lana Del Rey records on repeat? Yeah, just the stuff like that. Just it, uh, now I'm you're gonna to refer to your mom as her first name, and then when she runs away crying, you're gonna la- laugh. At, her you're tear. gonna laugh at her tears. It yeah. seems like it's it shanning. seems like it's nicely split though into having like a female protagonist, yeah. female protagonist. Yeah. So it's even so if this this could have easily turned into something nasty in terms of. Like South Park, before they introduced the female characters, it became very. Oh look, a girl! Oh look, a girl's got a period. That's gross. Mm. Yeah. Oh look, it, a, bo- a, a boy uh, comes in his pants while he's asleep. That's kind of funny. No. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's, they're it both could have, equally it's sat- as personal. It's satiring and both yeah. sexes yeah. in terms of it. That's going to work nicely for her. I honestly have very high hopes for this. Yeah, because because on top of the obvious obvious not gross out but obvious in your face kind of shock humor, there is an underlying message of like you just said. We all go through this together, mm. and you cannot vilify or, f- or or make strange one sexes move into puberty, and then not do it to the other one. So I really do like the yeah. idea that you know both men, boys and girls, men and women of that age are icky. It reminded yeah. me of when the first American Pie film came out, and all the situation comedy in that is just so over the top. It was just like it was like it's painful. Show going there, there. It's okay. It's okay. Worst things could happen than what you went yeah. through. And you, you know, got a I, funny feeling because your aunt, because your aunt wore a funny slip. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I do think I do think this show may not have the legs to go more than a couple of seasons though, because no, but the, Nick, sub, the subject because, matter because will run dry. How long can you keep them in puberty for, and how long can you make that? Well, oh, yeah, pardon the analogy, but it may just run dry. To be honest with you, Nick Crow is one of those. He's one of those doctor. <laughs> Nick Crow is one of those uh, writers and comedians that he does work better on the short format. Yeah. yeah. And well, it is a short format. There's only so much you can do. I mean, the, the Crow show only went for two seasons and then, and then he, he stopped it. He was offered a third season. So yeah, I'd rather, they, I'd rather have a finite yeah, number of seasons of something good it than... Yeah. Yeah. And it, it shouldn't go longer than a couple of seasons. Anyway. No, it doesn't need I to. Mean, do we know the episode run? Um, it's, a ne- it's a Netflix, so it will either be 10 or 13. Yeah, I couldn't see this going. Animated, longer. usually it's 10. Yeah, and you're looking at 20 minute episodes yeah. at the Rick and Morty because this is basically going to fill the Rick and Morty void as soon as it finishes because mm-hmm. when it drops Freezing. at the end of the month. Yeah. I said void, not whole. I was very, very clever about that. <laughs> you know, you're not messing with the girls, are you? <laughs> oh, forget you call them void, he, don't you? Yeah, said, sorry. He said filling. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is, oh, the only other, other bit of Netflix news, not that any of us care, but Fuller House has got a third season. Yep, do you fucking do. Good. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, I, I thought about one bit of Netflix news. I don't yes. know how, how valid the news is. I only heard this today, though, mm-hmm. about Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I've not heard of anything except for we're getting Turns the pilot. Turns out it's terrible. It. Oh, that's all you heard. Right, okay. Well, it's, this news comes twofold. Yeah. I don't know how relevant each part is to it. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, good day. Feeb? Yeah, yes. It threw me off completely. <laughs> See, I'll sing the fucking thing next time. You went way out of tune. He shouldn't sing at all. 
Mama. Do you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when you put on a dress? Like, no, no, no. No. Um, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we're referencing both Star Trek and Wade's World. Party time. And, and, and Bugs Bunny. And Bugs Bunny. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We should all know Bugs Bunny. Anyway, what planet was I on? Yes, right. Um, know, Jonathan Frakes, who played Commander Riker, will be directing an episode. I know, I've, I knew about that. Will he have a cameo? Now, whether or not he's directing the episode, he's let slip something about that could... Oh, what has he said? Well, what has he said is some people might consider this a spoiler. Some we, people um, won't. People Warning! Know the, people know the rule of this show. We, we spoil, spoil everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Freaks said there will be an episode this season set in the Mirror Universe. Ooh! Ah! Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. Mm. Because that's the Mirror Universe like, before the original series. Cause, before cause the the minute, the minute DS9 said, made the Terran Empire a bunch of fucking pussy whipping uh, boys yeah, for the Cardassians. Yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the minute you said the Cardassians. The Cardassians. I knew it! Fucking Kim. The minute you said Mirror. Uh, the minute you, you said Freaks, I was like, is there a holodeck? Is he macking on some hardcore bitches? Because that's what he did. Is he macking yeah, I know, on but some no one liked that in the event of Royce. That's what he did, wasn't it? it he's on he not spent, wrong. He spent all day under Jean Luc Picard. Careful, careful! When he finished his shift, he went to the holodeck and he macked on some hardcore bitches. Well, yeah, even when Q like, was celebrating getting his powers back and put the two girls on, he's like, I don't need your fantasy women, Q. Yeah, exactly. No, he doesn't. The beard abides. He was William Riker. William T. Riker. And what did the T stand for? Uh, I don't know. Testosterone. Touch it. Thaddeus. William Touch It Riker. <laughs> well, on that bombshell. I, I have to go <laughs> find out what, what Riker's middle name was now. To touch that. it, I've just told you. Or to give him his full English name, William Touch It Bitch Riker. Thomas. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. William, William Thomas Touch Riker. It Thomas. Of that course, because when he's cloned the. Clone becomes Thomas Riker. I should have known that shit. Thomas is also a slang name for penis. No, that's John Thomas. No, it's Johnson. William John Thomas Riker. For a second, no, I thought I was in the fucking shitty <laughs> third act stretch of uh, Austin Powers. I was, I was about to go, Dick! <laughs> no. Wiener! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen. Schnitzel. And then, <laughs> and you're late. Go Titans! Um... And on that bombshell... Um, that is the show. You can follow us on Twitter at, at underscore pop culture because we are not at, pop, at pod pop culture. There is an imposter on Twitter. Just the one. There is one <laughs> on Twitter that is at pop culture. No. At pod pop culture. At, no, it's at pop culture. Yeah, at pop culture. Stop saying pop culture. Just repeat the thing I said. At Pod pop culture. Aren't us. No. But there's an imposter. Are you saying that someone has gone on the internet and assumed an identity and is being fake? Yes. Someone is lying on the internet. Oh, and I for know. some reason. Oh, that's it. And for some that's reason it. they think it's cool to be us. We have an imposter. I found yeah. that someone is lying on the internet. That's it. I'm cancelling my America Online subscription. So you can <laughs> you can <laughs> 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 I nearly broke him. Yeah. <laughs> so many jokes. So you could follow us on Twitter at underscore pop culture. You can follow Carl Rowland on Twitter at Halfline1989. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Blues mm, Blues. You can follow John. Don't try to follow me. Home. <laughs> at your peril. <laughs> yes. We're also on Facebook 
at uh, pod at pop pod pop culture. That's Jesus. what we are on Facebook. How many pods in that? One. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also I actually on Instagram. count. We're also on Instagram <laughs> at at pop culture pod. Mm-hmm. And I would certainly be writing this all down in the description because oh, we the do. pod pod we pod do. pod 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 oh, pod, pod. I, I do. I I've got the, pod, the pod, links. Pod, pod, the pod, links pod, go pod. on every. God, episode. it sounds like Brianna Tell telling off her fucking underlings. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. And on that reference <laughs> I don't get, I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. I've been John Byrne. And we'll catch you in two weeks. Bye!